3: The time for us to start winning is now, 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 now. Hey, they don't like us. We don't like them. There's nothing wrong
5: with
2: that, right? Right? Right?
5: At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in
2: '35 that you got to do now in 2018.
0: I do not see no holes on this wall.
2: You got to run the ball.
0: off the left side. Here he goes.
2: Stop the running Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and
0: it's recovered by Harrison.
5: A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you gotta pressure the passer.
1: Wentang in, holds it down, down he goes. An early
6: sack by Olivier burnett. Burnett, burnett. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose hate. Odell Beckham
5: Jr. down the sideline for the Touchdown!
4: Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, <laughs> The Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football Giants are
5: Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York football Giants, Saquon Barkley, aka The Golden Child. Either Choky, we Do you know who Alec Oglesby is?
6: Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? really? Me, but do you know who he is?
0: J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You saying we going 16
6: uh,
0: or not? Oh, yeah.
4: 16
6: or bro. How dare you say anything worse? I <laughs> <laughs> dare you. How you You know
4: we just drive to the Messiah. the Messiah. Oh, Beacon, one
0: and only. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. Do it. Do it. Do it.
4: Do it. Now here is your host, Shakes Montana.
2: He will be in just a minute, just a moment. He will be in. Uh, this is at Nacho in the box filling in for him. Just for a moment, just for the for the gentlemen to get they get their life right, get their mind right, get their words correct. I know we got a lot of Giants fans ready to come in and ready to say they piece, say they things, what they like, what they hate, what they love, everything about the New York Giants that are now zero and three in the NFC East in the NFC after losing to the Atlanta Falcons, um, late game field goal, uh, a game. That I'm sure every caller that calls in, including every single one of the hosts that calls in here shortly, uh, is going to want to talk about. Um, It is a game where uh, we have lots of questions about discipline. We have lots of questions about coaching. We have lots of questions about decision making as it pertains to an offensive coordinator in certain positions. Whether it be the end zone, whether it be not doing the correct things now. I I don't wanna to get too in depth. I don't wanna to get too far. There's not really much anybody on just quite yet anyway. Uh so just gonna get to to talk to myself a little bit, to sit here and, and get to get to listen to y'all, uh, when y'all get in is what I'm really here for. Um but as I get to starting, as I get to talking, as I get to going, um there's a bunch of things that I think as an outside perspective I can give, um, and, and, and then I'll shut up as soon as people get in that really want to hear uh, uh, what's, you know, the people we really want to hear, the Shakes Montanas, the LRPs, the the either Chosen Ones. I say I'm like there's more of them, but these men are truly one of a kind. Um, <clears throat> so the either Chosen One, the Shakes Montana, the LRP, the Black Freezy. If we have a special sighting by the man, the myth, the absolute GM, legend, in J-Rock, if he shows up today, that would be awesome, too. Um, but again, let's get into this, uh, the one and only game I'm sure people came here to talk about, listen about, which is the New York Giants going against the Atlanta Falcons. A 14-17 to 17 loss, making the Atlanta Falcons 1-2, and two, I believe and the New York Giants 0-3. It was a game that wasn't really much due about any offense. 20... 31 total points in this game. Not, you know, hammer the under there. Um, It was a three-point game. I think it was a a two-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, So if you had New York, I believe, winning, I think they didn't cover because they didn't win. Um, But Those are um, some of the things that I took away from this game is uh, a defense, um, a defensive game that I didn't think maybe, you know, maybe not a defensive game, maybe a lack of offensive game. Um, But uh, enough about me, enough with me. Um, There's, there is a lot of Giants fans, I'm sure, that want to get in, that want to talk, that want to say their piece. Um, So, we will uh get this in and, and 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 let everyone get in and say what they want to say and 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 feel how they want to feel out um hey what's going on shakes uh shakedown. is this shakes all righty sorry about that there um pretty much what 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 we will be getting into is all New York Giants. Again, like, like the title says, it's, it's the New York Giants. and need to stop losing, but how? It's not an overreaction Monday; it is shakes Monday. So, uh, we will get into this. We will we will let let, let everyone get up on here and, and say their piece. Um, I I don't know how the screening process works, so hopefully this is somebody that knows what they're doing. Uh, nine two nine, you are the only caller you just called in. Uh, state your name. Uh, anything you want to say. Just go ahead and go at it, and then once we get these hosts up in here, we'll, we'll have to cut you off, and and then we'll let everyone else get their get their say in. Well, fortunately for me, brother,
5: I won't be going nowhere. I'd oh, be okay. Here listening to the bullshit, and also enjoying the bullshit, and indulging in the bullshit. First of all, let me make sure that I let everybody know today is Overreaction Monday, hosted by Nacho in the Box with Cheese. I am your co-host, You the chosen one from the Bronx. Y'all know what time it is. If you guys want to call in, speak your piece, get your venting on. This is a therapy session, as I called it. 914-205-5796 is the number to call in. Once again, that number is 914-205-5796 to express your feelings on whatever and speak on your piece about what's going on. Our home loss to the Atlanta Falcons yesterday heartbreaking and uh as many losses the same way two weeks in a row so I know that's a thing that's on people's mind first of all before I get into my opening what's going on with your brother and how do you feel today
2: I mean you know it's uh you know the pocket didn't take a a big hit like I thought it would uh and this uh degenerate gambling that I've gotten into now that Arizona legalized it so um That's a good thing. Uh, 37 seconds is enough time for Aaron Rodgers. Um, So apparently um, it doesn't matter how shitty your defense is um, with that man. Um, But man, other than that, I am very, very stoked about today. I'm very excited about today because I know there is a lot of opinions. I know there's a lot of facts. I know there's a lot of stats. I know there's a lot of this and that. I'm trying to rhyme and it's working and it's so awesome. So I just,
5: You know, when you're feeling feeling good, it flows out like that. (laughs) When you have a win, exactly how the other team that you're speaking about lost, it's a whole different opposite effect, you know. So Mm -hmm. I get your optimism. I get your cheerio spirit. I get your winning ways because that's what you're used to. And I get us seeing one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play this sport in Aaron Rodgers, do what Aaron Rodgers does how many times he was counted out. I never said nothing about him, ever. You know I'm a down-low Aaron Rodgers fan. The world knows that, you know? And um, whoever was Aaron Rodgers' fantasy owner last night, kudos to you because that put you where you needed to be. And hopefully you won against whatever opponent and filled not only the victory in your fantasy, but you got a chance to see some great, football on top of that. Now let's bring in the bad clouds. The New York football giant. Yes sir. Disgusting. Abysmal hurtful nerve wrecking stress oriented discombobulated disobedient loss of life sore to the eyes and belly, whatever flu virus that you possibly have had, excluding corona because I don't play with that because people have lost their lives, I just equivalent it to the worst stomach virus that you possibly ever could imagine if you ever had a stomach virus. That's how giant fans are feeling right now. It is a stomach flu going around. And for some reason, we all just simultaneously have it right now. Do I know the remedy for it? No, I do not. Does anyone else know the remedy for it? No, we do not. So like any stomach virus, home remedies are going to work best. And hopefully your immune system is strong enough where your home remedies bring you through this faster than normal. And hopefully we all have some remedies that just work for us. So sorry I don't have anything that will work for someone else, but I do have the same feeling as everybody else. hope I made sense right there because I'm going to go on another rant after somebody else goes on their rant.
2: I don't have a really rant to go right now. It's just me and you talking, and I'm sure listeners, if you didn't catch it, maybe you're waiting to hear it again, 914-205-5796. I know Big Blues got heart. I know Big Blue's got big voices. Let's get them out here. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your soliloquies, your monologues, the what you feel. And And I know E's got a lot to say, and everyone's going to nod their head to most of it because usually it's right. Uh, And and I really do want to hear that. But, again, 914-205-5796. You just don't want to hear me and E talking back and forth. Get your butts up in here. Let's hear what you got to say. But, anyway, E, tell me more how you feel. Now, I wanted to ask a question to you. Uh, Maybe you can give me a quick answer or not, maybe a long one. But, you know, first quarter, 8 minutes, 12 seconds, uh, clock is ticking down first and goal. Giants have the ball at the eight-yard line. Um, first of all, I have two questions. It's a two-part question. As an NFL watcher, not just a Giants fan, just an NFL watcher, not necessarily taking what the Giants have or don't have, what might be the first play you run, and where might your quarterback line up? And second question is, why the hell is your quarterback lined up in shotgun at the eight-yard line on first and goal? Um, with eight minutes? To let's,
5: let's, let's, let's do what we normally do. Me and you are very similar in this area and also creative in this area, but most of all knowledgeable in this area. Now, you're going to have a positive outcome, right? Because when your quarterback does what I'm about to say, which is going to be a general thing, right? But when you play above the X's and O's, and your offensive coordinator is the quarterback, it's a total different result. So if that made any sense, here we go. 8-12, first quarter, under center, right? Single back formation, right? Mm -hmm. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Single back formation, right? Handoff goes to wherever the hole is created and if not most likely if they stack the box because if you look at if you look at the formation that they was in in 812 the falcons played too high right because you're in red zone at this point so guess what and this is obviously the play before the penalty yes I know this for a fact. It had to be the play before the penalty that backed the play. So, this is
2: the, yeah, so Daniel Jones runs yeah. on the third down, gets you guys a first and goal at the eight-yard line. Right. Uh, the clock is ticking at 8.30, and it goes all the way down. I'm looking at it right now. I'm watching again. I got the game pulled up on the game pass. I'm watching it right now. It's
4: so the, the regular
2: broadcast. It's the regular broadcast. So, as uh-huh. it is now, I'm going to pause it. We're 8.17 left, 14 seconds, first and goal. From the 8, you have, looks like Kenny Galladay lined up far closest to the screen, which would be left side of the field. I can't tell who the second wide receiver is um, from him, but I'm assuming that's going to be Shepard. Then it looks like you have the normal offensive line that you have set out there uh, and two tight ends, and then Saquon Barkley lined up left of Daniel Jones who's lined up in the shotgun. Um, Let me make sure I get this correctly. Yep. So you got left tackle, right tackle, center. uh, Right. I know. I got it in my head. I'm trying to to catch it. I'm trying to catch it. it. And then you got got the right guard, and then you have two tight ends outside of the right tackle. Um, That's how you got this play set up. And I'm going to press play. Uh, Would you like to hear the commentary on it? Would you like to hear the play? I can get you there. Oh,
5: I know what it is, but let's do that for the people.
2: Let's okay. Do that tell for me people. what this sounds like to you if it's too loud. The first two games, first two... What's that sound like?
5: Um, it's not too loud, but for people who have the volume control on their phone, they can just turn it down a little bit. But it needs to be loud like that so we can control the volume. That's what I normally okay. tell the fans or the people whenever I play some audio or whatever the case may be, to make sure okay. you have control over your volume Cause I'm going to make sure it's
2: loud. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I got, I got my volume. I can, I can, here we go. The off the to Barkley, the pass was so you know, this isn't the radio broadcast. This is the live broadcast. He just says off the fake to Barkley, the pass is incomplete. Uh, well, what happens here? And I, and I'm sure you could, you could attest to exactly what happened. Sorry. Let me get this back down to mute here. Uh,
4: Get
2: here. He he runs, he runs a RPO fake to. I think it's. Hold on, I got to rerun this back. See, it's it's starting to. This, this astonishes me that he's just not understanding and and the on Barkley just doesn't run it straight forward. But, um. Let me catch up, and then and, and then you tell me your remembrance.
5: Are of you, the about play. you about to tell me about the play? play. Hold on, are you about to tell me about the play where he threw a crossing, uh, uh, across the formation in the backfield to Evan Ingram?
2: That's it, yes, yes. He fakes it to say, corn. are you about to tell Evan me about Ingram that play? Across, Evan Ingram comes across, across the from the yes. right side to the left side. Come on,
5: come on, come on. I know, and I don't even have to pull the play up.
4: I don't <laughs> even have to pull the play up because it's I in go my brain. He right. It's in my
5: brain. I am and R-T-O. I need the world to know this. I am literally speaking to my lady about noodles that I need with the chicken that she made, but I'm so angry because these things are engrafted on my mind that is mo- the moment that you said he's in the shotgun with Saquon Barkley on his left side, I automatically told you to play. When Evan Ingram runs across the formation and he throws him a Sideways behind the line of scrimmage, swing pass to a tight end. That's and what you're going to tell me or ask me. But he,
2: can't, but he can't. But he can't get the playoff because one, Evan Ingram doesn't chip the free guy coming in off the edge, and number two, he when he doesn't do that, the free guy coming off the edge, who I think is number six on the defense of Atlanta, just all he's got to do is jump up in the air, and I'm watching up replay right now. Yep. He runs, Evan Ingram runs right in front of him, doesn't even stop try to stop his motion, knowing he's gonna run full not full steam, but run full only unblocked to the to the quarterback with no issues. Can you hear me? We still good? And 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 it's just it's astonishing to me that this is the play call on first and goal when a bootleg run on Third and two or three got you five yards to get to the eight-yard line. You just it, – it, how you can how you can be an offensive coordinator and do these things. We got callers on the line. I am sorry to go on these tangents. We will get them in now. Right. Caller, let, me, let, me
5: I, just I, answer, let me just answer that um, while you let the caller in. I'm just going to answer that really quick. And I'm going to bring up – you know me. We have the room where I bring up plays and formations and things like that, and I'll definitely bring that up later. Let me just answer that really quick and everybody can have the floor. Um, First of all, it is asinine, abysmal, and disrespectful to the game. It's disrespectful to me and all the Giants fans, and it is a testimony to what you are not. It is a testimony to what you are not. You are not built for this modern-day era of the NFL and play calling in the modern NFL. It's the same thing that you did to Tony Romo when he first came into this league and handcuffed him with these below, before and benign the stick plays, okay? These cancerous stick plays and these plays that take place of the line of scrimmage and the formation that are fooling no one. Number one, if I see a tight end running across the back of the formation, that automatically allows me to know what's coming. The ball is going to him. It's already on tape. It's not even a blocked-up scheme to allow the play to develop. He was supposed to make that play on his own. Mind you, is my last sentence, he's coming off an injury from the preseason in which he hasn't played yet this season. This is his first game in the NFL this season, and he's supposed to make that type of play? I'm done.
2: I'm done. Yeah, all all I'll say is it looks like it was an RPO. He should have handed it off if you're Daniel Jones. Looks like everybody on the right side has got it blocked up. 68 has got his guy turned around. 76 hand on a hand, 71 hand on a hand. So, you know, Saquon could have made something instead of any completion. Um, getting to the phone lines, um, the, the names were up last time. They're not up this time. So this is no disrespect. 832. Uh, go ahead, and, and, and as soon as I make you live, do, do your thing. Let us know who you are, and, and, and let, us, let, us, let us know how you feel.
3: It's me, L.I.P., but I'm in the background.
2: Alrighty. You want alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Yeah. Now it says your name. Right there now. we go. Now it says now it says there we go. We got black and we got LRP. I don't got see, who it was so nice last time. I had names. Oh now all the names are up. Mm-hmm. Oh man, twenty twenty one, I'm mm-hmm. loving it. So we got black, we got L R P. No no real long introductions. Do y'all was. God bless you, bro? God bless you. Yo, let me just tell you,
5: bless you. First of all, peace to the God, peace to the earth. You know what I mean? Shout out to the crew, loving the crew. Uh, I'm just letting you know, bro, I, I typed them joints in there, you gotta type them in, you know what I mean? But once you're on, you get the known everybody's joints, you know. It's all good. But um yeah, man, just loving the content right now, man. Y'all breaking the game down. First of all, you the chosen one been on this shit from the beginning. Um, let me just explain, uh that we uh, are <laughs> I always say this about Danny Jones and it, but now it's just like the fan base everybody look. We're just in a terrible relationship with the New York Football Giants, man. Look, the owner is a sucker, bro, and there's nothing we can do about it, right? So what's happening is we got all these old people in the building with all this new young talent, and we can't do nothing with it. And then we got a head coach who's talking all of this fluff because that's all he can do. That's all he knows to do. He's making terrible mistakes, time clocks, timeouts, all type of shit, Right? It's a whole bunch of rookie shit going on with all of these coaches in the building. There's no discipline here. That's a coaching thing, right? So outside of the way the brothers are just going to break down the schematics as they've been doing, we can see what's apparent here. The strongest part of our fucking team is the weakest currently. They cannot get people off the field on third down. Other side of the ball, the offense can't sustain third down. A drive, you can't win like this, nigga. I don't care. I don't care who you playing. They might as well pull up the little giants and we're gonna lose. This shit, baked chicken, man. Um, and we about to get into the thick of the schedule, man. It's about to. Uh, it's about to get real nasty out here. Gumbo status, you know what I'm saying? Like, we about to get to the rule with us. We're going right to it. First time these they about to open up the building. You know what I mean? But that defense serious, man. Um we're gonna have to bring some we're gonna have to bring some security guards, you know i saying, on this one. I don't know, but uh, at the same time, this is what I'm gonna say, man. Shout out to y'all man on on, on the on great content. Saquon Barkley, it doesn't look like Saquon Barkley, but every game I see glimpses. Um I don't know what the fuck Galladay is at this point. I don't even know what he is in this offense. I wish he was Dez Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Colin Johnson, even chosen one son. Earn my respect. You know, just seeing you. You know, just seeing you out there doing your thing, kid. That was what's up because we needed you once again. Wide receivers is banged up, ligament, everything all tore up. The fuck going on out here with your hydration, fellas? I don't understand it, bro. I just I, I can't get it. If people keep saying, oh, just water? Well, that, you know, that's 90% of your issue. Um, whew, I'm going to tell you like this, man. This is ugly already. I, I'm down here. Yo, Atlanta scored a motherfucking touchdown in the fourth quarter this season prior to Sunday. They were giving up 40 points a game. Uh, Come on, man. Shout out to the uh, custodial workers that had to pick up the cans. John Merritt knocked over, man. You know what I'm saying? Having attention. Tapsuckers. I can't stand this motherfucker. That's all I got, man. I'm about to go on mute, man. Mm -hmm.
2: And see, that's that's the perspective of a hurt fan from an organization that continually makes the wrong decisions and doesn't seem to want to make, I don't want to say make, but doesn't seem to want to take ownership of what they've been doing. Um, There's just ineptitude, nepticism, ignorance, unintelligence. There's just so many adjectives and adverbs, whatever you want to call it. Um, the fans Um, these great fans, I might say, because I don't know how many fan bases uh, can stay like this uh, and keep a fan base like this uh, around. And the New York Giants have seemed to be able to do that for the better part of the last decade. Um, And as an NFL fan, you kind of wonder, you go, hey, how can you still be, you ask them, I ask you guys, how can you still be Giants fans after you see them continually make the wrong choices and not not even I mean Joe Judge is saying they're all right today that they're good like just say it we are fucked we are we are messed up right now we need to get some shit right and we need to get it right right now and just taking some ownership I think uh, would go a long way from a fan base that just wants to hear I'm sorry we're gonna make it right instead of we got this We're on the right track.
5: Yo, yo, Notch. Yo, I got to be honest with you. I don't want to hear this motherfucking press conference. I don't want to hear him say shit. If he's going to go in rotation on the loop, like a fucking bot. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear his fucking voice. I want to see them fucking play and actually be competitive out here. Because we about to start playing some teams for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, we about to start playing dudes that's winning. Like, the Broncos, you know, shout out to the Broncos. I think they're playing no. Shout out to Teddy there, man, and all that. We, you know, we ran into that. But we had a chance to win that game. Every fucking game. This shit is literally disgusting. All of this money you spend on the offseason, my brother, we supposed to be stacked on the back end. They finally tried Stay to black. play a little bit, of, little bit of man in there, but... This this Tampa Two cover shit, I don't know what the fuck is going on because everybody sees it blatantly but us. So I don't know what you gotta get better at. When the middle of the field is suffering. What do you gotta get better at? Everybody knows what's going on. But you. My bad, huh? This is somebody yo, this is No, I was just I was just I didn't want to interrupt nobody, brother. I just <sighs> let me breathe. Because this is one of those got to breathe moments. You see, and let me help the fans understand something right now. This is not anger that you hear. Because anger is momentary unless you continuously allow it to continue within yourself. Then it becomes something else. This is what you call present-day ignorance which equivalates to us being momentarily angry. We gave this man a whole new slate. And that's not even what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to hold him accountable for everything that he has done as if he was in a courtroom. But yet and still, we still sit Patrick Graham in a hospital. We still sit Jason Garrett in a hospital. Because we understand people make mistakes. But you've had 120 minutes prior to this game to look, review, understand, and possibly correct your mistakes. You did the same shit the same way and lost the same exact way again for the second time in a row, and I think I said that slow enough where everybody that's listening in America can hear me, my co-hosts can hear me, and the people who are in pain are clapping somewhere. Now you are starting to prove insanity because we all know what the definition of that is. And in this league, which those three letters stand for not for long, if that's what you're trying to do, when does it get done? At this point, other organizations would have let it be known. Jason Garrett is fired. He is no longer the offensive coordinator of the football Giants. Joe Judge is on the hot seat moving forward. Dave Gettleman has maybe two more games, not the end of the season, to see what's going on to correct the ship to at least put us in a position to be a respectable team in the win or loss column going forward. This is why we're a losing organization, because we keep hospitalizing the organization instead of putting them in a courtroom. All puns intended to the judge. Now, 0-3, games that we could have won, should have won, is the fable that we keep chopping and the sentence we keep saying and the phrase we keep repeating for the more, for the better part. It's not anger at this point. It's cruelty. It's heart-wrenching. It's stressful. It's fatigue. And it's disrespect. That's what we're dealing with today.
2: And I would like to- Next caller coming in uh, out of the West Coast. A man who needs no introduction. A betting man who won some money on my Packers last night. Dan C. Let us know how you feel. What's going on on this Monday, man? Let us know. Hey guys.
1: Yeah, my name's my name's Dan, and uh, I'm a fan of the worst organization in the NFL. They say the first steps admission, so just want to start off like that.
5: <laughs> Hold on for one second, Dan C. Nacho, your um your microphone, brother. It's um either your positioning, pause that you went with the mic, pause, or it may be some wind factors or the cord. I have no idea. Okay, brother. How was that? You was at admission. Yeah, you perfect now, bro. Uh, Dan exactly. C., I just want to let you know, I also sit next to you in this group. I've already admitted years ago, but I still have a problem with my addiction. Same
1: here, brother. That's why we're in this fight together. But, uh, I mean, I was coming home yesterday uh, from out of town, so I didn't get a chance to, like, break down everything. I was listening to the game, but you you don't really need to break down dog shit. It stinks, right? We can't eat the rebuilding Falcons. And you watch the Lions go toe-to-toe with the Ravens. You just have to know you're the worst organization in the NFL right now. And it hurts. And it hurts. And exactly like you said, it's insanity. They're doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And it's just not changing. And uh, it probably won't change for a very long time, which is sad. Because it starts at the top, as we all know. But as Black was saying, too, the scheme on offense and defense, the defense really blows my mind because we at least thought it was a strong suit. And, yeah, it was a low-scoring game, but still a lot of mistakes.
2: A lot Just soft, soft all over the field, soft.
6: It is. and an, Man, it,
2: it, it is really disheartening to sit here and listen to this fan base with so much I mean, I've been with you guys for, for years now, and there's plenty of times where I think I could have heard this and been, you know, okay, I understand. But after so long of you, put, I would say, putting up with it, but putting up with it, how is this the last straw? What is there, Is there really no, you see no good in the future that needs to blow up, or, or, or is that why it is Again, I I heard the insanity thing, and and I hear it all the time, but there's nothing at all that gives you any glimmer that maybe something can go right.
5: I'm going to tell you what it is, Nacho. Um, I like to affiliate and associate permanently. Let me get that word out there. I like to permanently affiliate and associate John Mara to James Dolan. Now, if it's any New York Knicks fans that are listening, and I'm pretty sure there are, I don't have to explain what James Dolan is.
4: Nope.
5: That's a fact, he is the cancer of the NBA. He is the ignorance of the NBA. And the only way teams can win with James Dolan is because he hires either a head coach, and he gets players that buys into that coach, because he has nothing to do with the coaching level or the players in the organization, and they just happen to put it together for a season or two. But like all cancer, and shout-out to all cancer survivors, shout-out to all those that have lost someone, because I don't want to affiliate a disease that is made by the devil, killing our good people and our loved ones is affiliated to that, but that's a phrase that they use in sports as well so i just want people to know that because i know that's a sensitive word but just like all cancers when they come out remission and they are back again things start to deteriorate from the inside and then eventually on the outside you get to see what's going on and it's in stages so if i would like to say this I'm going to move away from the illness itself and just put it on these two men. They're a stage 10 cancer. And there's no such thing as that with the illness, because we're not talking about the illness. We're talking about these two illnesses. They're stage 10 cancers. John Mara and Jim Dolan is stage 10. So there's no cure for it, Nacho. The only thing that has to happen is that they get old enough to pass away, no disrespect, because we all are, and someone else comes in, or they get too old to keep their ways up and somebody takes over eventually and changes the organization from the top to the players. That is it. That is our cure. My last statement, and everybody can have it, I promise I won't say anything until I get angry again because I'm not angry right now. The moment Tom Coughlin walked out of the organization is the moment the organization fell to shit. Amen.
3: Fuck the Giants. I don't... Fuck the Giants. But to answer Nacho's question, And peace, peace, everybody. What's going on?
5: Peace, King. I am
3: LRP. And I am a Giants fan. Hi, LRP. Thank you. It's been um, my first time. (laughs) You know, to answer Nacho's question. Should
5: be, boss. Nah. Lrp, you transforming baby. I don't want nobody to miss out on what you got to say. All
3: right. How about now?
5: You perfect. How, How about now? It's like five of perfect. us together.
3: To do this. Feel perfect? perfect. All right. Castellated fissure espyalidosis. Good to go.
6: Yes, sir.
3: Same extra shit. But um unless there's always hope for the fanatic, you know, each week. Especially in the NFL week to week. But we own three, man, and you just lost against a team that and everybody say any given Sunday, they stand the third. Come on, son. Should have won that game, especially with all the other shit that was thrown into the pot. You know what I mean? Just spruce up the gumbo. You know what I mean? Can't just have just the sauces. You know what I mean? You can't have just that, you know, the andouille sauces. Can't just have the okra or whatever the hell you want to put in there, the carrots, and just then third. Nah, man, you can to put a little chunks of chicken in there. Got to spruce it up with a little bit of shrimp. Throw in a little bit of, you know, seafood boil and all that. So... They shouldn't have lost, and they lost in in bad fashion. They couldn't even score points. You know what I mean? 14 points against a team that's been giving up 80. None of the rules of science apply to your game, and you're still doing the same things as far as the insanity of what y'all are talking about, the formation and breakdown of what y'all did earlier. You right there in the green zone, as Tom Coughlin would say, when things changed, when he left. In the green zone, you doing the things that you're doing. And you okay with that. You stand in front of the pressers today, you tell the people that you don't plan to make any changes to the offensive play caller. to hell, even the defensive play caller. Patrick Graham's looking crazy. You know what I mean? So... It's always hope, but they haven't earned for me to have that hope with them. So it's fuck the giant. Especially after this should look the same way since preseason. You had your GM stand up in front of pressers and tell us that they have more confidence in their line than we do, So you haven't put Bert out there at all, and he's healthy. What happened to that confidence? You know what I mean? You shifting around, to standing 30, you making roster moves bro. every day. You know what I mean? So, nah, man, fuck them, bro. Fuck them. They don't deserve that shit. They don't. They all can, it, it all can go. It all can go. All of them. All of them. Because that's that. And now you're about to get into the nitty gritty So, like Black Freezy said, getting into the the rough patch of the the schedule now where all this little shucking and jiving that y'all been doing, figuring it out as you've been slowly chugging along, everybody else has already graduated. Your ass is still trying to pass the test to get on the field.
0: Fuck that,
3: man. Fuck them motherfuckers, bro. They don't deserve that shit. And then you making dumbass on top of that. You're making dumbass decisions even as a head coach. Who the fuck punts on their own 39 with the game on the line? You give it back to them, hoping that the defense can hold up
0: when they haven't held
3: up at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, whatever. So they're going to continue to roll with Gary because they don't think you're doing anything wrong. That's insane. Because it's looked like this since last year, and it's even worse. Your red zone offense is terrible. It's in the low percentages, thirtieth ranked offense. You haven't moved a notch, but yet you think he's fine. And but you let go two offensive linemen prematurely last year because they didn't get it done, and now all of a sudden you're scared to pull the trigger. So. Your whole thing that you said before it's all known and void now. You no longer a judge. You judge Joe Brown. We well, all know where he at right now. Straight live on PMZ.
2: You did. And and you you right and not to there's a lot going on there. I'm just gonna harp on, on the football of it and, and you talk about red zone performances or, or lack thereof. And I feel and I, and I just sat here and I, me and E started the show off and we went over the first red zone appearance of the of the game first and you know first and goal from the eight first quarter eight minutes twelve seconds left and it looked like it was a shotgun RPO which he decided to take away from Saquon which I think Saquon could have got three or four the way the right side looked like they had it blocked up nicely um, and, you know he took it from Saquon he tries to throw it to Evan uh, who ran across. And, and and of course he doesn't chip block on the guy running freely at the quarterback. He gets a free rush, boom, he, he blocks it off out, out of the end. And then you get down here to second down now. You got three wideouts to the right. It looks like I wish I knew their names. I'm sorry, 88, 86, and three on the on the left. And then singled out, you know, Galladay on the right. Two single hot, uh, two high safety. Uh, they're begging you to run the goddamn football inside the ten. And he sits here. I'm gonna push play right now. And I guarantee you. It's going to be either an incompletion or a sack. And and Grady Jarrett up the middle, swim, move on the center, sack to the 22. Like, you can't do that to your offense. I don't care if it's Daniel Jones, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. You can't do what you plan to do on third and fourth down, on first and second down. It seems as if the OC is trying to do some dumb shit, trying to get cute with it, when really if you – Run, run, and do what you were trying to do uh, on second down. On third down, when it's possibly third and goal from the four or the three or the five at the worst, like, there's just things going on that you can't – I don't want to say forgive, but you just can't let go of if you're a fan one, if you're a head coach looking at your offensive coordinator two, and especially if you're an owner who's come out and said you're tired of losing, you can't sit up there and watch first down – be trash. Second down, be a sack, and I'm sure third and go from way back here isn't any better because you don't have a lot of fucking place to go third and twenty something. So I just don't get it. Whether it's insanity trying to do the same thing over and over again, whether it's whether it's oh look we didn't lose by thirty five, we only lost by three, whether it's whatever that is, it, it's got to change
5: Not so. because <coughs> yo, know, check me out though. Appreciate you, man. Cause you know, listen here. We had eight penalties, bro. Drive-killing penalties, bro. I think at this point in time, I think we got like 14 to 15 currently. Like, just out there floating, you know, for the season. It's a non-disciplined team. There's no discipline here. None. So, that's before the bad play calling. Imagine that. This shit here stinks all the way. They, they might as well play down here. I could smell that stink ass shit. Atlanta, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, oh, yo, I can't even. Yo, I can't even believe this at this point right now. Literally, I, I thought in my mind, I'm like, yo, Matt Ryan, you know, he's the only thing out there. Don't you, know, like, you know what I mean? Like, boy, that defense is nasty. Daniel Jones ran over Brady Jerry for a touchdown. Ran him oh, over, that that dope. And let me let's not <laughs> let's not no let's Yo, let's stay I on that. I a can't, a can't even put this shit in words because we did not win this game. We did not play to win. We played like we it like we was winning. Black, can we just just rewind? I'm so sorry because it's your fault. It's your fault. I'm 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 going to say it again
3: for the people. Just real to that point, even last week, and I'm just saying this and I'm out the way, E, I'm sorry, but even last week we were winning and they still rushed it, but that's that.
5: He went LRP. Since I got you right here because you just – I don't want you to go nowhere. Daniel Jones ran over Brady Jarrett. He ran him over. If Jarrett was a able to make defense, that tackle, tackle, if he was able to wrap Daniel Jones up, it would have been a Look failed back two-point conversion. And it would have been a defensive lineman getting up, gyrating, doing what he does, in celebration, like, yeah. And we would have been like, why did he do that? He ran him over as our quarterback. That's how hard he's out there playing. And we can't rally around that. We can't play call around that. At that point, you are, your play calling is successful. Your running back just leaped from the two-yard line over the pile, got it in, pause, then you're Quarterback just ran over a defensive lineman to the point where he shamed him because Brady Jarrett punched the ground because he was embarrassed. And we're at home. You can't scheme around that because you clicking right now. Yo, all I know. That's crazy. After that, you should that know in your crazy. mind as a coach and all of y'all watching this damn tape thus far that your defense is not going to stop these guys. You got to know that. The damn tight end, young tight end Cal Pitt they catch a goddamn ball the whole game. All of a sudden he catching first downs when it counts. Yo, bro, I, I, look, I, that's why I, I think it has to be some sort of Moodle. Some sort of curse. It gotta be. Yo, why do we start like this, man? And once again I think LLP said it earlier, it starts like from preseason. You come out like the worst this. And we have no continuity on nothing.
4: We can't say that
5: offensive line has continuity because they just put it together.
3: That's a fact. That's a they, and they still that's putting terrible. it together. I think this week was the first week where all five paid 100% of the snaps and didn't rotate out. Just this week.
5: Yo, that's why, you know, no disrespect to my brothers. That's why I was like, yeah, I ain't with all that, with that blue Kool-Aid, man. Because these guys, man, they've been... The history ain't good, man. They got bad history, man, bad credit. They credit bad, man. Especially
3: in their own damn home. Like Three, yo, man. how can't you why are you so you got the worst record in your own stadium? I think they're like five and twenty four, they put the graphic up. Or some shit like that.
2: He he either chose
5: one did drop out but he is back with us. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, that's why I say just about every year is like, yo, can we get a home field advantage? Listen, when are we going to have one of them? What's the matter with this? Okay, now, brothers, since we're right here on this, I want to step over to the defensive side of the ball. And I want to talk about the play specifically that I sent you guys earlier today and I need to hear answers on this. I need to hear this from you guys, because for the life of me, I'm never going to understand it. Matt Ryan, you know, first of all, let me give the numbers to people, because people need the numbers. Second quarter, a minute and 38 to go. Atlanta is on the, the six-yard line, third and goal. Matt Ryan is not under center. He's actually, let me make sure I got it right for the people then. He's in shotgun, abandoned backfield, right, calls a play. Here's what the formation that I want to discuss that Patrick Graham has the Giants defense in. He has them in a two-safety zone with not one linebacker covering the middle of the field at all. He has Jabril Peppers overloaded on the left side, standing right behind the defensive end. And he has a linebacker following the running back at this point in the backfield which the running back did not move or come out of the backfield, the linebacker sees a wide receiver at the top of the formation alone. He cuts off Bradbury where he has to get past him. Instead of running on top of the formation and back of the defensive line, he runs underneath it. While the receiver is crossing his, his face, he stops <laughs> Bradbury from cutting over and leaves the middle of the field wide open for a seven, a six-yard touchdown to Zacchaeus. Logan Ryan's back is turned at this point because Matt Ryan is looking him off to the left, staring down a receiver, not even realizing... Zacchaeus is about to run to the middle of the field. So his second progression before he gets over to the right is a wide open wide receiver because Bradbury is four steps behind because he was cut off from the linebacker. That is what you call pathetic. That is pathetic. He plays zone in the end zone. I'm done. I'm done with him.
6: So um,
2: I got it pulled up right now. You're talking uh, second quarter, 138 left in the quarter, third and goal um, from the four-yard line. You've got three down linemen. You've got three down linemen. You've got one. One, we got one, two, three, four, five, six. You uh-huh. got three and th- Oh, my. Hold on. I'm going to play this real quick. There's no sound. You
6: guys, I just. All right. Hype. Oh, my God. It was. He had two touchdowns on that
2: play. One. Um, the number. Hold on. I got it. The, the, one, the touchdown he threw is a touchdown, obviously. But if you look at the bottom of the screen, if anyone has a chance to go back and watch this play again, it, it, I understand your frustration because not only did he have one touchdown to right in the center of the field, but he had one to the left of the field, uh, uh, on the left side of the field. Um, let me make sure I get these numbers correct. So, yes, number eight, he motions in. At number four, runs a little pick play. One, two, he blocks. He blocks number tw- – oh, man, I can't get these numbers wrong. Um, 22. I don't want to get these numbers wrong. 23. He blocks Logan Ryan, it looks like. That's Logan Ryan, 23. Number four. I think that's – is that Calvin Ridley? Block into the safety. He had a touchdown to number eight, and he has a touchdown that he already had to number 17. And then also number four is running wide open. Um that's sharp. Uh, the Chiches, whatever his name is, catches the touchdown. The the again. Yeah. So basically, not what trying to say, trying to say he got he got he got Cal Pitts
5: open at the bottom, number eight. Yeah. He got Calvin Ridley, you know, emerging, but there was double a Cal Pitts, right? But he 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 came open, but automatically they all other one our own linebacker picked his own man. That just became open in the middle of the field, which was barren the whole
2: time. You're right, 100. percent You're right. But what I'm saying is, is that even if you didn't have that barren, there's another touchdown to the left side of the field. So the defense is still fucking themselves over, regardless of if they can if they fix that little bit. Uh, to me, I'm just I'm I'm more concerned about the offense because I'm I'm a points oriented guy, and that's how I've always been. But you can't, you're up 6-0 right here. A touchdown momentum swing, no matter where you're at home or away. They have, they, they have to burn a timeout because they're about to get a delayed game. Oh my God, they don't even burn the timeout. You guys burn the timeout. So not only, you, oh my God, what are you guys doing? Why would you give an offense on third and goal a chance to
5: adjust by giving them a free timeout? Yo, Nacho. I'm trying to express this to you. Listen to what That's I'm saying.
4: Don't know Even what they doing. this is They're what not I, this,
5: Nacho. Just listen to what I'm about to say, Nacho. Not only did you burn a timeout, you put your defense in the wrong schematic to to do what you needed to do. You set them up wrong well after your timeout. And their offensive play didn't work. Matt he's Ryan run, just he's... went off script because Zacchaeus got free. It is cr- Yo, I can't. And can I ask a question since I'm not watching the game? What is Miles Sanders doing?
2: Um, I don't think anything. But you got, oh, hold on, I'll get to it right now.
5: Yeah, because I, I need to back. know why he has
2: zero. Oh, he ain't doing shit. So. Oh, uh,
3: homeboy uh, got an interception. I know that.
2: Hurts uh, to an interception when uh, they were going down there. That's zero. Let's go back score. Go to Philly uh, because under Philly's rushing, it says no Philadelphia rushing. So it's Philly. I- Philadelphia passing two for three, forty-three yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Philadelphia rushing. No, Philadelphia rushing. Philadelphia receiving. Is, how do they have seven trucking points? They have a
5: pick six. Fumble six.
6: It doesn't look like okay. a, pick a Right, season.
5: so Philly Philly has a defensive score because that's the only way.
6: Yes, that's the
5: only way. I'm
6: trying to figure out okay. why maybe it was
5: a kicker. Yeah, and but I'm going tell you why score. they have a defensive score because – Elliot has one, so nobody else on offense has anything except for Go Dirt, mm-hmm. which we got to keep that in check. Yeah, because they have one reception for thirty-eight yards, right? Just so Sanders, so so I guess, will get his it touches.
2: Okay. It was, it was, it was, it was Cowboys. First drive, six plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Uh, Philly, first play, three plays, 43 yards, interception. Cowboys get the ball, two plays, negative one yards. Fumble return, touchdown. Now Dallas has the ball, or Dallas had the ball, kicked it on downs. Philly's got the ball now when they, when they get back on commercial break.
5: Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I just needed to know because I'm saying to myself, I'm not trying to lose no damn game because the Dallas go Dirt is going to outscore my running back and kicker. That ain't happening. We ain't playing them games. But now that I know he ain't have no touches, pause. we good. So let's get back to regularly you know, scheduled these complaining.
3: Refs, these refs are terrible, bro. That was a touchdown by Dak Prescott on the sneak. He literally held the ball over the line, and they knocked it out of his hands. And they hit another player and bounced back, so it looked like there was a fumble, but it wasn't. The play was actually dead. They got robbed. These refs are terrible.
2: And I ain't yeah, got yeah, no so offense. These I, refs I, are I, fucking I, terrible. I, that was horrendous. I'm not going to lie 100% uh, LFP. Um, we need to start uh, getting these guys fined. Whenever the NFL has to come out and say that this referee made the bad call, I think that referee should have to pay for it from his own pocket. Then maybe you might not make so many bad calls. Anyways, uh, the the accountability issue at the referees is the same thing that I'm putting on your defensive coordinator. Is when the fact that you run out a defense, and then you call a timeout and run out the exact same defense. Now again, we could talk about the shit we want to talk about. Not making me mad. That guy, that guy is a fucking NFL quarterback for ten fucking years. If you run out one off defense and he gets to look at you for 25 to 30 seconds, and then you call a timeout and you run out the same fucking defense, he gets to look at you again for another 35 seconds, he's going to figure out where he can throw the ball to. So I I don't understand what you guys are doing, why you're doing that. Again, if you're going to take a timeout, change the whole defense and make sure that all the defense – obviously, obviously, I'm sorry to yell, obviously it is – the defense wasn't lined up. They didn't know what they were doing. You want to get the defense in the right spot. So then you change the goddamn play to a play that your defense is more familiar with maybe or that they know better or that as a, and then you have a little bit more to go against. And then you're not showing a 10-year veteran quarterback who's been the the Super Bowl, the same defense for 45
5: to 50 fucking seconds. I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, you're not sorry. And I'm going to tell you why you're not sorry. Because if you feel like that right now, what do you think we feel like that every day? You feel like that for this moment on the show. Imagine feeling like that for damn near decades. Your rant was three minutes and 13 seconds, and we felt like that for over eight years and 45 days. Think about that, brother. Can we just get a moment of silence on that? Because that's a real thought. Moments over. That's what I'm talking about, Nacho. You pissed off, and you won yesterday on the same way we lost. That's I mean, what we're it's, doing it's, out here. It's football, yeah. man. I mean, you not
2: just – got to – I'm a football a fan above all else. I mean, God forbid anything happened to the football league and it gets breaking down to two teams, I'm still going to fucking watch So, it. it that's just it's 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 ridiculous one and two it's kind of like come on man and and I have and, and I have I'm a big softy I'm a tech bit so I hate to see motherfuckers of put in the wrong position and these coaches ain't gonna be blamed for it we don't hear Jason Garrett's name called out we don't hear Patrick Graham's name called out. We're going to hear Logan Ryan got pushed into the side so he looks like a fool. We're going to hear J- Badberry he doesn't know what he's doing because he's lined up in the wrong spot. We're going to say number 48 is trying to run across the team, trying to get in position because he doesn't know where he's supposed to be. But it's fucking Patrick Graham's fault. It's linebacker's coach's fault for not making sure he understands where he's supposed to fucking be after you call the fucking timeout to put him in the right position. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous to watch as a fan of football and, and watch a team that – you know, it's not that bad. Again, all the shit talking I do, all, all the rubbing it in—it's gone for me as a, as a friend of you guys. But to watch a team that is not that bad perform that bad is too much. It's too much.
5: And now you see why Giants fans go through what they go through. And also, you get this is my this is my assessment. I don't want anybody else to roll with this unless they feel they should we're playing 1980s football still in an era where you hear about all these guys getting to a quarterback due to the twist and stunts and schemes and just a way to get them there, and it's not a bunch of big-name guys coming off the edge getting all of these sacks, unless you're having games like Miles Garrett yesterday, which is, you know, kudos and shout-outs to him for giving whoever has him on fantasy damn near 30 points. But Again, who got to who got the Daniel Jones yesterday? Was it not the same guy that he ran over? Was it not him? Garrett, it was the same guy Gary. he ran over. Yeah, Grady. Garrett, nah, take five. no, no, Jarrett. It was Jarrett, right? Who got the who the got first, the, um... the
2: first sack the first sack at the beginning on the first got... goal from the first quarter was Jarrett. He chased him down the middle and got you down from the eight Thank yard you. line to the okay, twenty one. So
5: I was right. So I was right. Okay. I knew I was I'm right. talking about the moment when they told us. Oh, okay. Right. But look at but look at what they exposed. The Weaknesses on the, the offensive line for players in twists and stunts from a defense. That you know. You know what? This guy's feet is not going to be fast enough to catch up to you. We'll twist and stunt to him because the guy next to him has no idea what's going on. And this is how we'll get there. We'll hit home right there. We'll keep knocking and knocking, knocking, chipping, chipping, chipping. And eventually he'll hit home because he's not good when it comes to his footwork on twist and stunts. So we'll bull rush, spin move, twist and stunt. Eventually we'll get to Daniel because he already has PTSD. Unless this kid gets into a rhythm, we can get him. Shout-out to Daniel Jones for the hits he takes, the sacks he's been taking, and the last two games he's played to put all the prognosticators under the middle finger, which is in his palm, and raise it himself.
2: Mm -hmm. He is our best player,
5: hands down.
2: While we are on this this stream, 47 minutes uh, left. Uh, of the live content, you probably stay with us for extra time. I believe nine one four two zero five five seven nine six. Shake down.
5: Overreaction
2: Monday? Nah, nah, nah. This is Shakes Monday, hosted by your boy Not on the Box, with my man. We have four four three caller. I'm sorry, I will get your name and I will remember it next time. You are live. Let us know who you are and what exactly you want to say about your, I'm assuming, New York Football Giants. Shake. It's shakes. Is that, is that shakes? It's a different number yep. than last time. It Montana. is. A- Montana. <laughs> Montana. So you already knew what
5: was up there, Jay. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't
2: even you yourself. it oh, yourself. But I didn't want to make assumptions because you know what that'd be. Doing.
0: Montana, yeah. what up, King? Yeah. Well, we were
4: soon.
0: What's going on, brother? You know what time it
2: is? I'm waiting to hear what you got to say. This is going to be great. Your day, sir. I'm trying to do my best to keep it down for you.
0: So I'm sitting here and I'm watching Shelly and Dallas. How come, like, their rush holes be like so large, like this dude Tony Pilot like running for like seven yards a pop.
4: Ted
0: Pilot is trying
3: to sit here, man. Setting the setting the tone. You see Ted DiBiase up there
0: in the middle? Touchdown. <clears throat> so I sit here and I and I just I envy At how easy it looks for other people and other teams. It just seems so easy to win a ball game for everybody else. <laughs> Yo. So I'm watching, right? I'm watching Green Bay. I didn't even hear what you had to say about the game, Nacho, none of that. But I'm watching the game. It was a good game, my ass. But I'm watching it for the fantasy purposes because I'm like, man, if I if I beat Nacho, I didn't beat all of my uh, co-hosts this this week in fantasy. Yeah.
3: Exactly, Dan. She's
0: I gotta take my creep, dubs, right? Bro. I I gotta I gotta take my dubs, right? So I'm sitting there, and you got four packages. I think you got the package defense. You got the kicker. Uh, you got uh, Aaron Rodgers. I forget what else you got, right? You got another Packer. and and I'm like, I'm just while well, I'm just looking, and I'm like man, because I'm up by a lot, but I only got Nick Bosa, and this is the end of the game, like, once this is over, our game is over, our matchup is through, so I'm leading the way the whole time, and I'm just watching, and I'm just watching, and then when San Francisco goes up, and it's about, what, 40-some seconds, left or some shit like that, I said, "Oh wow, they left this man some time," <laughs> and I wasn't, I wasn't caring about the game. I'm caring about my fantasy game, right? So I told you, you got Aaron Rodgers for so more points, right? And ah, uh, yeah, you had the tight end, tight end, Rodgers, kicker, and the defense, right? So the tight end ain't doing nothing for you. So I'm like, I ain't even worried about him. Rodgers almost threw a damn touchdown to Devontae Adams. I don't know if y'all remember that shit. Almost broke my heart. I'm like, damn, that was it. But didn't happen, right? So I look. And it's about a 50-something yarder, 51 yarder. And I look at the score. And I'm up by five points. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. So men tell me, if this man makes this field goal, he wins the game. That's interesting. He ain't going to make this shit. 50-something yarder, Game on the line. Now, mind you, I just watched one of my favorite kickers kick a 66 yarder to win the game for the Purple City game. Mm-hmm. 66. And so I'm sitting there like, man, it might be one of those days, right, I'm like, man? Especially for me, right? Because my Giants lost this way and all this other, you know. Like. It might all just, day, baby. Yeah, it just might be that for me. It just, it just might be in the stars for me. And so happens this man kicks in. This just it was ruined. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. And I looked at the screen, and I looked at that score. And he won by a fractional point, bro, like .25. Yeah, that's how much he won by, but .25. (laughs) Oh, man, I said, man, listen. I don't know if I should even watch football no more this year, man. (laughs) (laughs)
4: This is
0: some bullshit. You know, it's just so hard to be a Giant fan, man. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. Yes, I am a poor winner. But I feel as a Giant fan, You have to be. If the Giants win at all, you should throw a parade. Kids should not go to school. You know, things of that nature. You should exchange gifts. You know, it should be a celebration for us to actually win a game because it seems like it is impossible for us to do
4: something.
0: It's so hard to sit here and watch a game. You're rooting for a team and you have to battle against the referees with their bad calls. You have to deal with the coaching and their bad play calling. Like, how come we don't want to run the ball? I mean, Saquon Barkley was having a lot of success yesterday. A lot. Really. I'm not exaggerating. He's having a lot of success running the ball yesterday. How come we don't do it? Especially on first down? I mean... It was a minority thing for us to actually run the ball on first down. I mean, why? Like, I've been watching football for 30-something years. And for everything I've known, most of the time, you run the ball on first down. Reason being is because you can chip away at the yard on the down. So whether you get two, three, on a good run, four. Like Tony pilots, is getting seven a pop. So if you're getting seven a pop. That means a second down is what, second and three? Okay, if you get if you're getting four a pop, that means a second and six. Right? That I mean that's it's just common math. So how come we want to pass where it's either 50-50, it's going to be a completion or an incompletion? And if it's an incompletion, well, guess what? It's second and 10. And then more likely, because we pass and it, it's a penalty because it's going to be either a holding or a false start or a delay of game. So we're going backwards. And now it becomes a first and fifteen. Or first and 20. And then we got to climb our way out of that. How come we don't want to run the ball in first down? Especially if we're having success doing so. Horrible. No, no. I want people fired. No, no, see, listen. Let me tell you something, Natural. I defended Jason Garrett last year. I said it wasn't his fault. He needs the tools. I lied. It is his fault. And I want him fired. Because I'm looking at this shit and it's making me sick. Listen, Nacho, I've defended in since he's been here. Three years. Maybe four. Since he's been here. And he has yet to give me the hog mollies. I want him fired. I need him gone. Listen, Nacho. <laughs> I like Judge. I like Judge. I thought he was a Belichick esh guy. He is not. He sucks. I want him fired. He needs to go. One more, Judge. Just one more. Just one more. Just one more, okay? Just one more. Mera refuses to change. I gave him the benefit of the doubt that he can. He wants to kick over trash cans and say, every year, this is unacceptable, but every year he's sitting there taking it with no Vaseline. I want him to get rid of the team. Please sell it. Be gone. I'm done. I had I've been sipping this blue Kool-Aid all season long, and it's been a short season, but for us, it's been an eternity. But I am not drinking anymore. Fuck that Kool-Aid. I'm out to toss it and and spill it all over some strippers. <laughs>
5: Why you got to spill the Kool-Aid mm. mm. on the surface,
2: like? man? I got to do it. Come on, Mike. Sponsor's <laughs> <laughs>
5: surface. I thought but you do I have I thought a you you with, that Kool-Aid shirt, I, I,
2: <laughs> 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 But uh, th- th- we will, uh, 34 seconds, 914 uh, 205 Shakedown, Shakes, Montana, letting everybody have it. Mara, Southern team. Yo, Judge, you are not Bill Belichick. Get the fuck out of here. Everybody got to go. 845. I'm sorry. I wish I knew who you were. I will get it down in the future. Tell us who you are and why you hate the Giants and why everyone needs to be fired. Oh, my God, it's the greatest GM of all time. How did I not know this? It is J-Rock. I am so sorry. I I apologize. J-Rock. Gracious with your
5: presence, my
6: friend. What's that in there.
3: That's
6: a new name number. 845, what's your name, location? Hello? You guys hear me? Yeah, what me, you, me, you me, saying? what's your me. name, location? All right. So my name is Anthony, uh, and my... What was the second question you asked? My team? Oh, no, location. Oh, no, nah, we've New York. I'm up in New York in the Uh Shout out. Shout out my boy, E. I know he's on the call right now. You know what I'm saying? He's the one that brings me onto the show here when I'm passing. But, you know what I'm saying? Good, I'm,
4: good.
6: I'm listening Yeah, y'all talk about these giants and stuff like that. And my my one concern with like the discussion at the moment is y'all act like this wasn't gonna happen. You lucky I'm not on the board. Y'all,
5: you guys you guys
6: act like this wasn't gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was mm-hmm. just like your boy said, Y'all was drinking the Kool Aid preseason, mm-hmm. the draft, all that. You know what I'm saying? And all, all y'all came out from it is an extra first-round pick and an 0-3 record right now. Like, and I mean, then... Right, you know, I mean, <coughs> not, the, the, Anthony, Anthony,
2: real quick, I get it. I understand. No, no, so, it's probably... I get all right, it. So we know you like football. We know we you see,
5: like football. What is your football team that you represent? Sir?
6: Exactly. Oh, this is where it hurts. Football right now, you know what I'm saying? Us Philadelphia Eagles.
0: <laughs>
5: oh. How dare you How dare you <laughs> Call this broadcast <laughs> oh, okay. Yo, and, yo I... Black Can I say this i didn't already seen this brother Physically show love to him And he chooses to call in right now on this Monday while his team is playing to add fault to the wounds all around the broadcast.
6: That's yeah, a true I'm
5: it's not a sound. No, listen, that. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what will happen when I see you the next time.
6: I'm just going to leave it right I mean,
5: there.
6: I, mean, I don't know. Listen, listen, the way this is between, going that right. you to, between it's not gonna me and you, if you're going to be. At our line of work, Thursday and Friday. Then you'll catch me then.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, I promise to see you Thursday, and the time is oh, six.
6: Yeah, you oh, can that's even, that's even better. About you know what I'm saying? This. So, so I might, you, you I might even to have to call you out on the microphone. I have to you, call you out. You you decided to call it
2: today. And the team isn't looking so hot, but is it interception, the offense has no rushing to speak of. Um what wh- why do you have such gall to call into this station and say, Oh, why didn't you see that coming when why don't you see a one and two coming? I called right
6: I called in you? I called in today <laughs> because you know what I'm saying I I was on the show before when y'all had your original setup on podcast uh, podcasting and, you know what I'm saying, I was giving advice, I was giving my intellectual thoughts about the NFL, whether it was the Giants, the Eagles, just anything in general, stuff like that. But I haven't been around recently and stuff like that because I didn't know mm-hmm. y'all switched up how the show was going to be a part. Yeah, so once we
5: once see I found out now, the,
6: new, the new setup, I had to join the call. I had to I had to listen and see how everybody was doing. You know what I'm saying? Make sure everybody okay. Everybody is in good spirits. But yeah. then, <laughs> but then as soon oh, yeah, as we're I doing great. Call we're doing great. But then, as soon as I join this call, I hear all this hoopla. Like y'all trying to get management not fired. Not, hoop- not and, hoopla.
3: That's not hoopla. That's hula. That's hula hoop. Okay. We are well, spinning I mean, the circles, spinning the wagons, <laughs> Anthony, spinning the motherfucking wagons. you damn right. And please don't say it's only week three. Don't say it's only week three. There's two people that need to go. We all know that Murray ain't going nowhere unless that man has uh, something severe. I ain't wishing death <laughs> on nobody, but all I'm saying is, you know, inheritance is a good thing. Whatever. What? However, though, two motherfuckers need to go, Gettleman and Garrett. But that's not going to happen because the dude already said that he's gonna, he's not going to win But yes, you are hearing that correctly. It's not hoopla. That's a hula hoop. And I'm telling you now. We are fucking masters at it because this shit looked the same last year. It looked shitty in preseason. Had nothing to fucking cheer for. They're not moving the ball, not moving the needle, not keeping the offense on the field. Defense is getting exposed left and goddamn right because they're always there. Like Stephen A. on the fucking TV screen. You're bound to say something fucked up because you're always on fucking TV. So, yes, you heard that right. And is not hooper. Them motherfuckers need
6: to go. Now, there's one, there's one element that you're missing, and Damn, I Black Freeze has a lot to do with what's going on. You say there's real two quick. people that gotta go. In reality, real
0: quick, Black Freeze. My bad to cut you off, yeah. bro. Black Freeze, where you at, y'all? Yo? Yo, Zeke Elliott might motherfucker win you this game, bro, the way he running you know, on these damn Eagles. And I'm having PTAs last you, week. Score
4: I'm three. having <laughs> damn it!
0: Yo, he just <laughs> got
4: three.
0: <laughs> no, he got two. But, yo, he about to get, yo. sucks. That's all I got to say. Go ahead. y'all can Y'all can finish.
5: Yo, you lying, Shakes? I ain't even looking at that shit. I'm so upset right now about the bro. Anthony, you upset me even more just hearing your vocal reflection, bro. I just can't, I just can't do it right now, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This guy healed these damn Eagles, man. <laughs> uh, no,
4: no you
3: know what
6: I'm saying? So, somebody, somebody has to come in and be the devil's advocate to, to this giant station and. You know, I'm I'm more than accepting to be the devil's advocate. But the one point that I did want to point out based upon your speech that you had wrong was you said two had to go, when in reality, y'all know it's three. And do, do you want to guess who the third one is? Because I'll make it real clear as soon as, as soon as you? I say his name.
3: It could be it could be one A and one B, Graham and Judge, as far as I'm concerned, but I know they ain't gonna blow it up like that. That's just not a marriage nah, DNA.
6: Nah, nah. See see you looking at the wrong territory. I'm looking on the field.
3: Oh, who who Daniel, is this? Daniel Jones
6: Daniel Jones wants to play running back in a system where y'all got Saquon Barkley and y'all got all these weapons. And if y'all looking for success in the future, you need a quarterback in the shotgun formation spreading the ball out besides taking the option himself. He's quick. He's quick, and he's gotten y'all touchdowns running the ball, but when it comes to spreading that ball around, opening up more options, trying to scare the defense and stuff like that, he hasn't done that. He hasn't done that. I think y'all know, especially with the way y'all record is going and how y'all got an extra pick next year, y'all could poise yourself into upgrading for a much better QB, whether it be in the draft or through trade. We see how the Rams are doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Looking like the most impressive team in the NFL. Potential Super Bowl winner right there, contender. Can't throw that out.
3: No, no, no. You've got to throw that out because that's Sean McVay versus Garrett. What? No. What? No. Throw that shit all the way out. back! I do not want it. There's a fly in my suit. <laughs> what? Damn, you can't compare Sean McVay to no Garrett.
5: LRP, can you please throw me the alley-oop to this disrespectful young man? Please.
1: So disrespectful! Please. It's amazing.
5: It's amazing. Yo, please, please throw, please throw, be the alley oop to this disrespectful young man. Please. He just said that we have a quarterback trying to play running back and cannot spread the ball out on the field, right? Which that's what he said to open up more options to make plays, and then he jumped right into an overhauled offense with a quarterback that they gave up two first-round picks for and I think a third or something like that and exchanged the quarterback that they had because this team has already (laughs) been one of the top defensive teams in the NFL and now with a quarterback to do the things that you want to do, which you were still successful and made it to the Super Bowl with the quarterback previously that you had, which says to me, you have a weld oil machine. It's just that you want to add some more power to enhance the machine. Disrespectful Anthony, okay? And we don't the motherfucker what they got is.
3: now broke his shoulder in the middle of a game, told him to come and pop the shit back and came back in the game and threw three damn lasers for a touchdown. Not even the and, same guy. And,
5: and hold on, the symbiotic relationship, right? Because I know you into anime and comics, Anthony. So that would be similar yes. to what Eddie Brock is to Venom, okay? Symbiotic relationship between Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay already makes me mad. You understand? We don't have that here, so please, before you start taking shots, little John, at us and our quarterback, win this game tonight first, again, and then I respect again, it
2: more. All right. Again, e e, I just because I mean we all know the phrase, you know, a little bit of rock and glass house and. Throwing stones or whatever, but when your quarterback's out there posting a 33.9 rating on Monday Night Football, when you're getting shellacked by 14, or is it 13 or 14? It don't matter. Two touchdowns on Monday Night Football against a division rival, I would come on another. I would come on the, the only other team that's working the divisions podcast and try to talk trash to them too. But so the the, the <laughs> aspect of the Daniel Jones and and all of that, you know. You know, hoopla that you're trying to spit about, you know, wanting to be the running back and, and this. Hula and that. Not so.
4: not
2: no, no, no. You have hula hoop. He's got a hoopla going on about Daniel Jones wants to be the running back. Um, That makes no sense. Uh, when you have an offensive line that can't stay consistent, except for this last game, I think they stayed all five in, in, in 60 minutes. Um, but before that, they hadn't been able to keep all five in the same position even through the preseason, let alone the first two games. And then you have an offensive coordinator that doesn't know what he's doing, let alone know how to call plays for an offensive line that isn't that good when he's spent a better part of a decade with a top three offensive line, a top five to ten quarterback, and a top three running back. You don't have those things anymore, and you're still calling plays like you still do. And then you, on top of that, you get into the red zone and you call plays as if you don't know what's going on anymore. Like, it's not 2021. Like my man said, it's 1978. It's just And, and you think that the, the shotgun is a new thing, and nobody knows how to defend it. It's just, it. It just doesn't make any sense to me what this offensive coordinator has been able to do for the past two years, and still you want to blame a quarterback who in the last two games has put up his top two PFR or PFF rating, and to the naked eye has looked. Like he was not the brother. I just don't get it. And as an outside guy looking in, I just it's just it's nothing to me because my quarterback always had the opportunity to go down and win a game and then his defense would fuck it up. And last night they just left thirty seven seconds on the floor. The giants are in this situation where the quarterback is now trying to do the best he can, trying to, but instead of going for it They're punting the ball away. Instead of putting it in the hands of your quarterback and living or dying on his arm and then realizing if he's got that gene or not, you punt the ball and don't give him a chance. And you never see the football again because they kill up the rest of the clock and they get the field goal to win the game. How you blame the quarterback when he's sitting holding his helmet on the sideline for the better part of 220 or 230 at the end of that game is beyond me. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, especially when your quarterback now twenty five point nine passer rating on Monday night. You don't, but I'm sure you're gonna, you know, make all the excuses for us. But we won't blame Daniel Jones. I'm just, I'm confused.
5: Hey Nacho, I'm gonna tell you something on a cooler note, right? For you and Anthony, where you guys are totally connected. He's a Phoenix Suns fan. <laughs> So um, I had all the fun in the world, right, talking my talk about that. But we'll get into that another time. But uh, and just in case you need to know, you do have a friend
6: over there in Nacho when it comes to basketball. Hold on, hold on. You said I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. <laughs> you see how I did that?
5: You see how you know you see how I did that? Because I know you're a Clippers fan. I was trying to be a hole. You see that? That's what I was doing. You sat in my house and watched the Clippers game with me. And they lost to us. Uh, <laughs> you see you I get vindictive when you start coming on here after losses. You feel me? That's a part of me nobody really sees. But that's how I get vindictive when you start talking crazy. When I that's how I go. I start talking all kind of craziness. Don't do that with 0 and 3. Come at me in 0 and 2 or maybe 0 and 1. But 0 and 3, it's whole different. Now.
2: <laughs> and Anthony, I think uh-huh. you, I think to answer the question, I think you came in asking is how come they didn't realize what was going on? Why didn't they think it? Of course, every fan base is optimistic in the preseason. I mean, unless Urban Meyer is your head coach. Um, or, or or the or or Jesus Himself and the Texans is running the team, but the 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 whole the whole aspect of you know drinking Kool-Aid, whatever it may be, in my case green, in their case blue, in your case you know shit brown for the Phillies. But the the the
6: whole the, the whole the whole aspect
2: of being optimistic is what makes fandom great. And then you go zero and one. Okay, you can still have some optimism because. You know, it is what it is. It's the first game. We can, you know, bounce back. There's no preseason. 0-2, oh, okay, it's shitty. We've done this for the past five years. We can get it together. It's Atlanta. They've given up 32 to Philly, 48 to, to Tampa Bay. We're somewhere in the middle of those two teams at the bottom with Philly and the top of Tampa Bay. We're somewhere in the middle. If you're a Giants fan, you're thinking that. We're probably going to put up 25, uh, you know, in that game, and, and yada, yada, boom, boom. And then as a, as a Giants fan, you go in and, and you can't put 14 points, and you look at and you look at the O.C., and then you look at the way the defense just, you know, I, 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 I got, as a football fan, watched the defense run out there and didn't know what they were doing on a play. But a 10-year vet at quarterback watched them. They called a timeout, run out the same defense. That same 10-year vet got to look at the same damn defense for almost 60 seconds picked them apart and got a free touchdown. So uh, again, the optimism is there, and then you roll into a season with the same old bullshit week one, the same old bullshit week two, and then it compounds even worse in week three for them when you can't even put up 14 points against that defense, and then you can't stop Matt Ryan and that offense who hasn't been able to do shit really, and and, and it, it's just, it's understandable. It's understandable. And again, if, if if they don't if they don't leave thirty seven seconds on the clock last night, I'm one and two, and I'm in the same fucking boat they are. And need to be fired. So again, it's losing. Everyone needs to go. Winning cares all. That's just the way it is, man. Like, look, I mean, look. look. I mean, Shakespeare didn't say, and it got quiet, so I'm going to take over. Shakespeare didn't ask for my opinion, and he said he didn't care about the game last night. But you know what? You know what? Great. Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Rodgers in 37 seconds. You know what? No one's going to fucking talk about how the offense before that was too pussy pussy to go for it on fourth down. They kick a field goal and only go up six fucking points. And how the defense lets up 75 yards at the end of the game to give them a touchdown to go down. So, as a football team, as two facets of the game, offense and defense, the game they Packers lost twice. And if it wasn't for the speediness of the touchdown because the defense is so trash, and Aaron Rodgers getting 37, not seconds, that's why he's comes back and wins. So, yeah, it, it, it's all good when you're 2-1 and, and those – hold on. It's all good when you're 2-1 and, and your kicker actually makes the kick. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy. But you know that when you go up against the real teams, later in the year, like the Packers are going to have to do, you're going to get let down. The defense is going to look like trash. The offense is going to come through. So, yeah, right now, in week three, I can sit here and go and be happy because I'm 2-1. and one. But I know that later in the season, when it comes to the hard test, and in the winter, when it becomes real, this team doesn't look like they're a playoff team. So, it's it just you know, it is what it is. But
5: right now, of course,
2: know.
0: you can... What? Let me say something to you, Nathanae. Please. You're talking to fan base that wishes, maybe even prays that it will be 40-something seconds on the clock, and we have a confidence that our quarterback or this team can march down far enough. For us to kick a game winning field goal, we are not even that good. So for you to sit here and cry about you winning, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that. Y'all won. It's not a cry about winning. Y'all found a way
2: to win. win. No,
0: no, listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me, though. Y'all found a way to win. You know what I always say in fantasy about me is that winners win and you find ways to win no matter what. Whether you got to call your best friend up the night before and say, what do I have to do? Whatever you have to do to win, winners make it happen and they win. So it's the same thing on the other way around. Losers find ways to lose, and we are losers. So we don't want to hear about your fucking wins, okay? And you're crying about your wins. Fuck your wins, okay? We don't care about your wins. You take your wins and you shove it. Because we wish and we pray that we can sit here and cry and hope about a fucking win.
2: Look. You know, crying about a win or whatever—it it, it, it gets—it's not crying about a win. It's kind of being realistic and knowing that you did win. It, it, it of course you can. It's going to nitpick. You know, if he misses the kick and I come on here and you guys let me get my get my words out and say what I want to say because I want to said the exact same thing. The exception uh, is that it's happened. Now again, you want to talk about winners win and losers lose and Daniel Jones and why he's n- this and that. Fourth and two o five or it's 3rd and 19, 205. Daniel Jones gets a 10-yard pass to the 50 to Saquon Barker. Two-minute warning comes. It's 4th and 9 at the 50. Your OC and your head coach don't got no faith in your offense and your quarterback. Why is that? They have all the faith that they felt that they didn't need to upgrade the offensive line. So in this position, you are Tied at 14 and 14. It's fourth and nine. How is Daniel Jones going to help you with his helmet in his hand and the punter kicking the ball? How are you going to find out if Daniel Jones can get you fucking nine yards when you really need to and take you to two and one and two instead of oh and three? Again, I understand you want to fire up Jason Garrett and all this and this and that. But you want to have the opportunity. You want to have the faith. You want to have that stuff? Your team isn't even giving you the opportunity to have faith in your team because they're just giving up with two minutes left in the game. When you punch a ball at 49 at the 50-yard line with two minutes left, you're giving up. Again, you can say what you want about Matt Ryan over the last couple years. He is a 10-year fucking veteran with Calvin Ridley and the good guy Kyle who's starting to mold into something. You don't want to give him the ball with two fucking minutes, and all you've got to get is a field goal when your defense yep. hasn't been that great. So I yes. understand, and I understand Loses, lose. what you're saying. Yep. Loses, lose. My team would be losers without one player. That's what I'm getting at. One, and two is you got to if you can't if you can't even as an organizational franchise or a head coach. Just say, fuck it. We're going to ride with this guy because he's the guy, and we're going to see. I don't give a fuck how much faith you have in defense I don't care if your defensive philosophy, in defensive championships, yada, yada, yada. You're fucking tired. You go for a goddamn win. And, again, this organization and you guys are fans of a guy's go for it. Helmet catch. Manningham on the sideline. Going for it even when the chips are against you and it doesn't look like it's gonna go the Giants way in the past, which we can't live in because it's now, but in the past I get it. It came through and then now you're not even giving that opportunity to the quarterback. That's what I'm getting at. And that's why I, I again I live on the Twitter sphere. How anyone can how anyone can entertain denigrating Daniel Jones, I believe, last two games and telling me why he's the reason why and he's got to go, and you've got to figure out a way to trade for him or, 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 or get rid of him and use your first two prop picks next year in the first round with, with Chicago and yours to get a new quarterback. No, you get a brand, you get an OC that knows how to at least think in 2020. And you go get some offensive linemen in the Japanese agency, and maybe this quarterback might be able to do something because, to me, I'll talk all the shit I want. I love it. It's fun. I love to knock you guys when you're done because we're friends and we can do that to each other. It, it, you would do that to me when it happens to me and when Aaron's gone next year. Let me, so, I, Let me know
0: when you're done. Let me know when you're done. My thing is... I got a rebut.
2: I, I get you. I get you. I'm almost done real quick. My thing is I okay. don't want to hear anymore about a quarterback who's going out there and performing the way he is supposed to. And when your OC and your head coach are making it very, very clear that there is no faith in him, then I, I don't understand, and I um, and I understand why the fans have no faith in the team, because if we're supposed to be with this guy, give him the fucking chance on fourth and nine at the 50, with two minutes left. If they're going to get a field goal at touchdown, they're going to get it anyway, because the defense is going to let him have it. So I'm sorry, Shakespeare, that's the wrong one, but go ahead.
0: No, you ain't say nothing wrong. But my rebuttal is, and let me say this, it is not Dame's fault. I repeat, it is not Dame's fault. But he's not the quarterback that's going to sit there and overcome all these obstacles. A great quarterback. No matter what you put in his way, he's going to come out successful. We all know he's not a great quarterback. But I will not the blame on him. But what you said was, what you said was, that this organization did not have the confidence. And obviously, right, they didn't have the confidence in him to win the game. That's a detriment to them and also him. Because if you were that quarterback, you would put him in that position. But the fact we all know that he ain't, that is also more detriment to them because they had the opportunity to get that quarterback that they would have been comfortable with in that situation. And instead they were backing up this quarterback who they seem like they don't have no confidence in. It's just an oxymoron. It's just stupid and people Mm -hmm. need to go.
2: So, I understand that, but when you hear Joe Judge come out and say things like what he said today, and I believe it was today, and we're fine, everything's good we're, you know we we we'll be, does that obviously mean he's not worried about his job because again i i have always said this again the, the the whole i'll use I'll use the hoopla hulu hoop type of thing, but the whole you know on the next week. You know, we take it one game at a time, and, and okay, we got to move on. No, this isn't those one of situations. You need to be up front, and you got to be pissed. You can't say everything is okay. You can't say everything is right. You're owing fucking three. You're you're not looking good. You let one of the worst teams score seventeen, which isn't great. You know, which isn't bad, but you couldn't put fourteen up on them. Come on, like you got to have answers. You got to own up. And when that, when those type of things happen, you. As me watching that, and I don't have an owner as a a fandom of the Packers, so I I don't know. So when I listen to Mark Murphy, I have to go, okay, fuck, there's nobody he's got an answer to. But when I look at Joe Judge and I see that, I see a man that doesn't fear for his fucking job. A man that doesn't give a shit about what the outcome of his paycheck is going to be stands up in front of everyone when you're one of the worst looking teams in all the NFL and says, everything is okay. When when you have no fear for your job, you have no accountability. I mean, I don't want to branch it out into, you know, other things like, you know, referees and politics and police officers, but when there's no accountability, things just start going awry because nobody gives a fuck about what's going on. I'm going to continue to get paid. I'm going to continue to be a head coach in the NFL. Nobody's going to take this job away from me because the one person that can has my back. And when the the head coach says things like that, it's just ridiculous to me. One, because me, knowing you guys got to deal with that motherfucker. Two, because there's no other place in the world where nepotism is put on display more than the NFL. And it seems like the New York Giants seem to be the epitome of that, and no one wants to address it or even say anything unless they're on a show. There aren't any shows like this because you guys are one of a kind, but a show that is willing to take that step and say, you guys are fucking idiots and quit with the nepotism and bring somebody else in here that might just shake it up. It may not work, but it'll fucking shake it up forty seven seconds left in the live nine one four two zero five five seven nine six if you want to get in and say anything to us um we're gonna keep it rolling is there anything else anyone has to say about this I, I understand um, head gotta roll things need to happen um, I don't anticipate the way Joe judge talked that he's on the chopping block I haven't seen anything from uh the uh, the OC and, and, and Garrett Jason Garrett I don't know how he says it he says it better than me um, the claps uh, so I don't know if he's got any confidence or, or oh. anything in what he's talking about hey.
0: but Josh Gordon going to the Chiefs yes oh, my sir
4: God.
2: yes sir
5: my God that's, we is, don't care about the weed. Come over here. Play for the cheese. <laughs> cheese and weed goes hand in hand. <laughs> keep the weed here. We don't care. As long as you're oh, end you zone, you do your day. Keep the weed here.
6: We don't care. Not, do not me to cut off. nobody visits KVC. I unfortunately have to go clock out of work so I have to cut my time short but I wanted to end I wanted to end on a high note so this goes out to the Washington Fields hockey team this goes out to the Cowgirls and this goes out to the Littles not the Giants, the Littles Fly Eagles, Fly (laughs) We're going to win the division. And E <laughs> I will catch you on the flip. Watch your you back, Thursday. Watch your back.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, man. That's but besides uh, that, how I hope all y'all, y'all. <laughs> have a great night. I hope <laughs> all y'all have a great night. And I will be back on the show shortly. <laughs> No
5: duh, it might, not, it might You might not no make duh. it to East Style Friday,
0: so it's okay. <laughs> Yo, how you sit here? Down twenty to seven at, at half. Talking about fly Eagles fly, we gonna win a division. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie, lie. I can't worry about because he Because
1: he probably ain't he, even watching the game. He's, He's, getting the He's getting paid to talk to
2: us. He's getting paid to beat us down to the ground. <laughs> so, I have a, I, um, week eight Monday Night Football. Do you think that uh, Kansas City Chiefs new wide receiver makes it that far into the season?
1: Who are you talking about? Uh, Josh Gordon?
2: Yes, yes, Josh
1: Gordon.
4: I don't
2: know. Because I mean, I mean, if he does, that means... Uh, Sounds Jason like a fantasy question it, it kind of is, and more or less, I, I was specific to that day because Monday Night Football, uh, November first, is Giants at Chiefs, um, which would mean you would have mm. Tyree Hill, Travis Kelsey, Skyed edwards Hilaire, yeah. Josh Gordon, and Macar <laughs> Holdman to deal My with. My first question um,
1: is that game? Flexible? Is that a
2: flexible game? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> flex. that is a November <laughs> first game. They don't they don't start flexing until the. The last November week, and I think it might oh, be okay. later now that there's 17 games. So you are the locked United in on, uh. on Monday night. Yeah, <laughs> Eli might dead, call uh. in sick that night. Yeah, Eli <laughs> might call in sick that night. Might be
1: Cooper and and Peyton on that one night.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, man. I
2: mean, even without Josh Gordon, that's going to be a tough test. But like, like that's that's five weeks away from now. That's an interesting Yo.
6: interesting.
5: I I just want to make sure that this announcement was made. Did anybody come on and say R. Kelly was found guilty? No, I did not. Nah. Yeah, yeah, he he's guilty. G U I T Y. No L. Guilty. Sure. Uh, yeah, well, but I mean, you know, it just society. comes on the precipice of what we got going society. on. You know, society. you're never gonna hear his songs ever again. Oh no, they're gonna play them more now because you gonna listen for what's going on in the song.
1: Like uh, see right
5: there. Like no, he they'll, was telling
1: they'll ban. They'll ban all those songs. Spotify, Apple Music, all those. They'll be <laughs> oh now.
5: yeah, they will, but we won't. <laughs> yeah, but he don't even own that shit, so somebody gonna wanna play it. Mm-hmm. Hard,
2: hard to ban something I already own. I mean, I got every CD he's ever
5: made. That's play, crazy.
0: Is.
5: You know what the craziest part is, too, gentlemen that I got to bring up is that for the first 6 months before preseason and 3 months into the off season training programs, all the camps, preseason games, Daniel Jones was the object of ridicule. 3 weeks after the season is intact, everybody else now is the problem with from all the prognosticators? It's funny how your play just in a couple of weeks can remove you from being a ridicule object and victim. Now you are a victim of circumstance. That's crazy to me. He was the object of ridicule. Daniel Jones better step up because the Giants go as he goes. And now you see he's actually going. And we can't even follow his lead. And like Shake said, confidence in your quarterback leads to confident thought processes with your coaching staff. And you know what? I feel it's totally different. I feel no matter what he does, the incompetence Mm. of the play calling and the 1979-1980 plays doesn't fit our quarterback. We see now what he's doing. He's running over defensive linemen. Running them over. And we can't put confidence in him. He's making every throw necessary. And we can't put confidence in him. See? See? See what I mean? See how we deal with it? Mm-hmm. Mm mm-hmm. I love the fact that you said that. You find you said something that I never heard you say in two years. You said it's not him. I you've never said that in two years. It is not him. And I wanna talk about the fact that he lost two starting wide receivers and still was able to make it happen in that game. He lost Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. He had C.J. Boyd and Colin Johnson in there. Because Darius Toney had two plays back-to-back for 20 yards and never got a pass in
4: the
5: second half, Mm-mm. 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 we are going down with the ship. We are going.
4: Look, down
2: look, I I, I, I it's, it's 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 four and nine from the fifty, and I and I pedal this till the day I die, man. You just you just got to give wow. him a shot. Like it's, it is what it is. At this point, it, it right at that moment, you had a chance to make everyone's mind up in New York as a fan. At fourth and nine, at the fifty yard line with at the two minute warning, you're just coming out of the two minute warning, so you have got all this time to prepare. You give your quarterback a chance to prove the guys and the women and the children who have been on his side like he is good, that he is good, or you, you, you prove all the guys and the women and the children on the other side that he's not worth a damn. He either fumbles or whatever. He gives up the game. And then you just move on from there and we, and we continue. But now there's so many questions. What if he would have got you the fourth and nine? What if he would have scrambled for fourth and nine and nine and a half? Like those things, you like those things rally a team. Like to me, so like I'm just I'm like you just gotta give him a shot. Again, if you don't believe in him, let him prove you right. Then you can move the fuck on, blame him all year for the losses and keep your job if you're Joe Judge or or O.C. Garrett. And then and then. You know, you're good to go. And now you've got questions upon questions upon more questions about a guy who, like I said, and like shakes back up, he's not the motherfucking blame. And in a league where we're always going to blame the quarterback, these two guys and Jason Garrett and Joe Judge can't get in front of the media and blame Mr. Daniel Jones because the media knows, and they've also got this handy-dandy notebook. That says he hasn't played. That he hasn't played bad. He actually played very well in the last two games. So keep trying to blame him when we're being told by this book that we go off is telling us that he's playing well. So I'm just really perplexed that they wouldn't even just give him the shot to prove them. Like I said, even if you don't believe in him, prove yourself right. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I picked against the Packers. And they proved me right and made me look good. That's cool. Nacho. Can I add something? If you're the head coach and you want an outcome to be good, but you think the outcome is going to be bad, just let it go. Because then you already know what's going to happen. You can say, see, look, I'm smart. And then if you're not, you're like, damn, look, I'm glad I wasn't smart because we won the game. Sorry, go ahead.
5: No, No, I want to stay right there with you. You heard what you said, right? Yeah And I'm going to add to that in, a to, in it's a totally different way. Joe Judge himself has been making mistakes. So if my head coach <clears throat> has been making mistakes, challenging plays that don't need to be challenged, calling timeouts to get reviews that doesn't need to be reviewed taking timeouts from us that we need in football situations and looking as dumb as you're looking in the last three weeks.
0: How can I... Expect no, bro, you to real, put real, Hold on. Enough? My bad, bro. I just want to ask this question. You can finish off what you said, though, because you said you just said something that just pissed me off just now that it reminded me of what happened yesterday. Why the fuck would you sit here and challenge something when, regardless, it's fourth down and you're getting the ball anyway. Why are you sacrificing a timeout when you're getting the ball? Like, who does that? Like, really, who does that? Yo, that was the most idiotic shit I've ever seen in my life.
5: And, oh shake I'm happy you, you you said that. It's no interruption I'm sorry. when Go you ahead. say you things like that. No, 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 no. It's not an interruption when you say things like that because I actually am fueled off that. So I got no – I'm cool with it. You know why, shakes? Because it it goes right into my point. How could we think he would put confidence in a quarterback when he is making those mistakes? to take away from the chances that you give your quarterback. How can we think like that? How can we think Joe Judge is going to be the guy right now is going down when he's doing that? Last week, you challenged a play within the two minutes that's unchallengeable and took a timeout from your team when they needed it. You could have iced the kicker with one of those timeouts. It works. This is the NFL. We've seen it happen before, many times, where one of us is in elation and the other one is feeling like how we feel right now. He's made boneheaded mistakes and he stands at the podium and tries to give some type of educated, well-spoken, articulate speech for it when you can't fool us. But it sounds good to probably the newer Giant fans or the COVID babies or whatever because you ain't going to fool me. We're going to play smart, sound Disciplined, tough nose You're not going to get me with the McAdoo-ish Bullshit, okay We see what's going on On the field, you're hindering Your team, you're making Mistakes from the coaching Standpoint, adding to Jason Garrett and the new name Sag Trick Graham Okay, that's the new name Sag Trick Graham Alright, one more time Jason Garrett And fact, trick Graham, you're adding to them. Joe, no judgment. So far, we have three ignorant ass coaches, and we have a quarterback who now we can say deserves better, because most people thought it was him. He has actually improved. In his contract year and they are destroying us as a unit we have a three-headed diseased monster something has to get
2: see this this is to me the not the bigger issue but one of the main issues I have with the Bill Belichick coaching tree and the one thing that I think Vabel and Flores have gotten right is that in the event of a losing, a in just that losing stuff, in New England, it is okay to say we're on to Cincinnati, and you know we tried our best and we keep moving. It is okay to say you know Tom Brady just did his best and we keep moving because we're going to keep moving. Because after they have a big loss, they don't really have another big loss again. But when you are not that type of team to be able to just bounce back which is where these coaches are going to not top-tier or or teams, not teams that have been winning for decades uh, for the past two decades. They just don't know how to get in front of a mic and say uh we're doing it wrong. We need to and maybe not we're doing it wrong because nobody ever in this league will ever say that, but you know, we point out some things Say some things that, you know, went, went not the right way, and, and let's, let's try to do things the correct Andre way and stuff like that. There's a, there, is a, there is a problem, a quintessential problem with the Bill Belichick coaching tree and handling and how to handle losing in the aspect of your football team and the aspect of the media. And when it comes to the media, they all think that if you go out there and you give this short, sweet on to next week type style of speech, the media will forget about it, and then we'll move on as a team, sweep it under the rug, and, and move on back to the winning ways. However, most teams of those coaches never had the winning ways to go back to. That's why we see a lot of these coaches just look like fools in front of the camera, and then on the football field, their team has nothing to respect. One, you haven't won, so why are you going to talk to me the way you're talking to me? And two, we haven't won, so why are you going in front of the camera and saying everything's fucking okay? So that, that, that to me, is what is part of the big downfall. And then, of course, you compile that with the ineptitude and, and the nepticism that is the franchise you, you root for, and then that's how that's how you get – Jason Garrett, or you know whatever E calls him so eloquently, and, and 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 Skinny Graham or whatever. It's that's how you get no, those guys this, this, with it's, it's no Jason, Jason,
5: Jason Jarrett, and Fat
2: Trick. Yeah,
5: and Fat Trick Graham,
2: Fat Trick Graham, <laughs> and 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 it doesn't matter because there's no accountability at the top, so I can push the blame in the media to everyone else. And never have any accountability. And I think that's what I was trying to get at earlier. And it's just, you know, I know we've exhausted I, the Giants I, talk. I so, you,
5: no, I want to ask you a question while we're talking. And I want to ask the rest of my compadres, as Sheikh says at times, a great question. Because we felt this way when it came to Eli Manning. And I'm going to bring him all the way to the forefront 3D coming at you. I remember a time where we felt like Eli Manning just needed help. We couldn't have, we didn't have a line, we couldn't run the ball, he didn't have receivers, and we were like, yo, we are wasting his career. That was a consensus all across the board. That was a consensus for all those that know after 2011, 2012, they should have had more pieces to keep him to play longer, to be more successful. Although he had a successful career, it could have been more successful, not on the borderline or mediocre, as some people put it. Here we are again, ladies and gentlemen, with a quarterback that I'm not crowning him nothing. I'm just saying it looks as if our best player doesn't have the things around him to make him successful At this stage Based on the last two games Do you guys feel the same way? Or do y'all feel like You know what? It doesn't matter Get him out of here Yada 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 I need to hear this from my brother So please doesn't matter how you answer I mean it doesn't matter what order you answer in I just want to hear what you guys got to say Because I remember feeling like Eli Manning, Me personally
2: you know, I'll go make it short and sweet. Outside looking in, I watched that game yesterday, mine being a Sunday night game. I wanted to be prepared. This is my first week on the show really being involved like this. So I wanted to get real in-depth into this big blue talk. So I wanted to watch this game. I wanted to see what my eyes have been seeing, and I wanted to, to, to confirm it. And the quarterback's not the fucking problem. <laughs> so I I have noticed over the past two years, excluding this year, so 19 and 20, it was the quarterback. He couldn't hold on to the football. He was making bad decisions. There was some things that needed that were that were off. That if he made right, maybe it would it would go the right way. And in the first game, he you know, kind of thought it was the same shit again. And second game, no man, it fucking hey, he played his best game. Man, that's not that's okay. Can we do it again? Yeah, we can do it again. Now I'm watching the game, and I see an ineptitude at the offensive coordinator position. Now, again, I am I am a man who sat here and screamed, hey, take the three points. I'm not mad. Matt LaFleur, you, you did what you had to do. Cost us the game, but I'm not mad at you because you took the points and you put the... Now, <laughs> last night, two teams, yesterday and last night, I'm fourth I'm look, fourth and nine at the fifty. Go for it. Fourth and whatever inside the thirty five Packers go for it. They both don't go for it. A punt and a field goal. I am I am on that train. It is fourth down, it is twenty twenty one. You put it in that motherfucker's hands. Because the goddamn punter ain't gonna win you win you no motherfucking games. The kicker <clears throat> on occasion, is not going to win you no games. In that case, he didn't win you the game right there for the Green Bay Packers. So those things are pussyfooting and not playing today's football. And those, to me, are not on a quarterback. Those are on the head coach and the offensive coordinator. And in your case, it is Gason Jarrett, and he is a fucking imbecile. And the fact that I watched a team that could have put up 40 some points on a defense that was getting run over by a quarterback that doesn't run anybody over, it just was beyond me. So I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about Daniel Jones and call him Dumpster Jones anymore, Dumpster Juice, because it's not, it's not what it is anymore. You know, I said, give, give every quarterback three years. He is now learning how to fucking play quarterback with an OC that doesn't know how to fucking OC. He knows how to clap real well. And if you give him a top 5 O-line, a really, really good quarterback, and a top 3 running back, he knows how to call regular plays. And then those will go off script, and that quarterback will make something happen like Dak Prescott did in all those years in, in Dallas. So... That guy needs to fucking go. I told you when he brought him in, he was a piece of shit, and the clapper wasn't gonna do shit for you. And now, it is just almost too late. Sorry, I said I was gonna keep it short, but I didn't.
0: Um, I just
5: want to say this. Talking about disrespectful shit going on. I got you though, Nacho.
0: I just want to say this. We all know how. Much of an Eli Manning fan I am. We all know that I defended him to death. I even had him in fantasy teams when people was thinking I was crazy for having him on fantasy teams, and I was actually winning with him too. Okay, this is the Eli Manning fan that I am, and so. Yesterday was Eli Manning's day. It's finally, that time that we all get to say thanks. Everyone, fans, organization, family, uh, opponents, players that played against them, we all get to say thanks for the year. It was Eli Manning's day. And we all, including myself, would love for us to win the damn game for Eli Manning. One more go at it, one last hurrah. But after we lost that game, and I was sitting there like, how could they do Eli like? But then I thought about it. They didn't do right by him in his latter parts of his career, and they ain't going to do right by him while he's done and he's finished neither. It's sad. It's fucking sad. (laughs) Ruins it. Ruins it. Ruins his day. But not only that, ruined the latter part of his career. And that's unforgivable for me. So I am no longer backing up this GM. I'm no longer backing up this coaching staff. I'm no longer backing them up at all. I love the players. I love a lot of these players. I love the team. But as an organization, for the decisions that they make, I cannot back them up no more. For the play calling, being in net, I cannot back it up no more.
5: Jake, I don't want to cut you off because I want you to keep going. What did it for you yesterday that you wanted to shoot bullets, 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 bullets through your TV. What did it for you yesterday when you said, here we go, I can't do it on offense? And then I want to hear what you said, here we go, I can't do it on defense. Because the bullets had to come out at different times. So what was the bullets that were shot from you on offense, and what was the bullets or time bomb or whatever on defense? I just want to hear your thoughts on what you saw.
0: Well, it's not so much the defense for me. And I'm not sitting there saying that I think the defense played great or good or even mediocre. But it's not what made me feel the way I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling the way I'm feeling right now because I came in this season thinking that things was going to change and it hasn't. And when you sit there and expect things to change and they it don't, that's insanity. You keep on expecting it to change. I'm not going to do it no more. But that's number one. Well, for number two, the play calling for me all season long is what I've been looking at and it I know it has a lot to do with me seeing how Saquon Barkley is reacting to the injury and seeing, like, where is his career going forward. So I'm really um, zero in on, on that. And when I zero in on that, I can't get a a legit, like, stamp on, okay, he's done or okay, that man is going to be the special guy that I knew he was. I can't put my finger on it, and why can't I put my finger on it? Because this fucking guy refused to run the ball. Situations that tells you to run the ball. Situations that you should run the ball. Situations like first down, you don't run the ball. And then you sit there and you make a, and they have a big play, and you have a good play, and you use first down, and every time it's a big play, you know what they do? They sit there and do a reverse or, 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 or one of these little stupid trick plays that don't go nowhere. And why? Why are you doing that when you can just run the fucking ball? Stop getting you would be, so damn be You would be referring then, to bro, after the 38 no, passed the ball. You pitched
5: the Evan fucking Ingram.
0: ball? No, bro. No, you pitched the ball. You pitch it. No, what? With how these linebackers have been playing all game long, you seriously, seriously, no, no, you don't sit there and see, oh, we he have a success running it up the gut or we – toss it to him we're in space. No, no, no. No, we're going to pitch it to this motherfucker. It's like, the most idiotic fucking play calling I've seen in my life has been coming from Jason Garrett all season long. And I was, I, I sat there and listened to LRP complain about it last year, and I'm like, bro, it's not that bad. She's like, Oh, no.
5: No, you got worse well, it is, bro. with me. No, it is. no, hold on. You treated me it worse is that thing. than LRP last season. To the point where you was like, uh, E, you know, I know we watched the game no. together and all that, but you be pissing me off.
0: No, it's not even about Garrett. It, it wasn't about Garrett with, with, with you. It's this whole Betcha shit with I mean not Betcha, but um Graham with the with the zone shit that was getting on my right. nerves with you. Right,
5: okay. Yeah you know right. I mean and I'm but like I'm bro
0: the defense is not the problem. The defense is the strongest unit last year, so I could not and did not understand your gripe. And and, and we we we're, we're gonna leave that in last year, okay? But what I'm <laughs> saying is is LRP was sitting there zeroing On Garrett, and I kept saying, I hear you, and you're not wrong, but I just don't think it's his fault. Well, like I said, I was wrong, and I want to apologize to LRP for accusing him of not being right, because he was absolutely right. It is Garrett. He's a fucking idiot. I can see why they took the damn plate calling from him in Dallas. I can see why they ran him out of town, and I want to do the same goddamn thing here. Guess what, Jake? We have a guy named Freddie Kitchen that sits in an
5: office right next to him, and that runs around.
2: So look, that's that's, that's not a better option, but it's the only option. So I understand. But look, I, I did. I did a quick search I was like, I, I know Shakes is is, is right, but I want to know how right he is. First drive, first play, pass. Second drive, first play, pass. Third drive, first play, pass. Fourth drive, first play, pass. Fifth drive, first play, pass. The first non-pass of the first play was a quarterback kneel by Daniel Jones with seven seconds left in the first half. First <laughs> play of the second half. Holy shit. Saquon Barley up the middle for six yards.
6: That's the first drive of See? the second half.
2: Second drive of yep. the second half.
0: that. that. Mm-hmm. Yep.
6: Third
2: drive of the second half. I'm assuming it was a pass because Daniel Jones scrambles up the middle for 11 yards because he was in the shotgun. And in the third quarter, on to the next drive. Pass. That is the end of the game. You started one drive out of what I count eight, excluding the kneel. The only one drive you started off with a run.
0: minority. You ran no, that, the ball no. on first down. Minority, minority.
2: minority is a major, 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 major understatement. Minority I is know, right? four four, or three out of eight, or maybe even at the lowest, exactly.
0: two three, out of eight. Two.
2: One out of eight right. drives, one started with Not eight. Not one. One. Just one. Come on now. Just one.
0: Just one. I, I'm, I'm telling bro, you, I, I know what, what I, I see, bro. See. I go on my eyes, bro. I know what I see. I bro. because you. I, you. I, yell I believe at you I believe no, you. No, no, Shake. That's Every the crazy time. thing
2: is I believe right. you. Yeah. I was no like, course. he's right. I watched the same game he watched, but I was like, I, I think it wasn't as bad as maybe we're making it out to me. Let me go see. No. This shit didn't you lie. It is
5: worse. what it is, and we've been complaining about it for over a year now. And I hope he's burning hell. Yes. <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: But I got something.
5: Else. no, Jake, I got more for you. You ready? Y'all know me. Stats and facts. Are you ready, Nacho? Since hiring Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator in 2020, the New York Giants have been 32nd in yards to go on third down. 31st. In points per game 31st In explosive pass play 30th In points per drive And 28th In yards per play
4: So
2: so My goodness those are amazing Can we pile on some more Listen to this I remember Going into this weekend We were talking There was a stat going around about uh, You know Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback Than Ben Roethlisberger And at the same time He's playing and being a better running back Than Najee Harris You guys play the Saints this weekend You know their quarterback It's Jameis Winston You know their running back It's the almighty Alvin Kamara Your Your quarterback 68 for 104 on the year, 782 yards, and two touchdowns, passing. Now, he's going to have less touchdowns than Jameis Winston, but Jameis Winston is 38 for 63, 387, seven touchdowns, and two interceptions. And granted, he had five of those against my Packers week one. So, okay, rushing leaders. Okay, we we figure the New Orleans Saints, they're going to be Alvin Kamara's team. 52 carries, 177. No touchdowns. The New York Giants wrestling leader right now is Daniel Jones at 23 carries, 161 yards and two touchdowns. I am saying this to prove a point. Stop giving me Daniel Jones. Stop tweeting me Daniel Jones. Stop trying to argue with me about Daniel Jones because he is not your motherfucking problem. If he is your rushing leader, when you have a healthy Saquon Barkley, granted coming off an ACL injury, he is healthy because he's on the goddamn field. There's no way Daniel Jones should be your rushing leader Garrett. in week three. And then, of course, he has a good passing percentage, 60-some percent, 700 yards, broaching a 1,000, going into week four, no interceptions. The man is playing. The man is playing. Like an animal quarterback, Sixty eight point eight
5: percent passing. Let's get that out there.
2: Sixty-eight point mm-hmm. eight percent passing. I'd give him a C if I was a teacher. My my thing is, this is Egregious, atrocious, asinine. But you are one hundred percent correct in all your, all of everything you have guys have said today. And I'm backing you, and I think we have gone head-to-head about this, and I have, I have, 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 we've argued about Daniel Jones, and we've argued about the offense and things of like that. We are all on the same page. Gason, Garrett, whatever the hell, Clapper Boy, got to get the fuck out. Graham, and you got to get the he, fuck out. And Joe God, Judge, he you either, either got to get the fuck out or you got to
5: do something. And, and guess what? You know what was funny? On the last show that we had, I was asked, what do you want to see this Sunday? And I said, all I want to see is both sides of the playbook. I want him to flip the play sheet over, and that's how we went. I said it just like that. I want to see both sides of the playbook. On offense, we go as far as Daniel Jones carries us. And I want to see both sides of the playbook. Playbook, excuse me. Guess what happened? We went as far as De- as Daniel Jones ran over Brady Jarrett, ran him over, and then saw one side of the playbook.
0: Did y'all catch that BMS? I mean, yeah.
5: I just, you know what, Shakes? You gonna be so hyped because I'm gonna say this and be like, that's what it is. I just clicked it on, dead serious. Mm. I just put it on just now. The play button is ready with square around it on the fire stick. Y'all know how I go, and I'm about to press play as soon as the show ends.
2: Well then, let's get it underway. Um, Black Shakes either chose one of the last three with me. Let's get these closing statements on. I'll go ahead and start it up. Man, thank you guys for letting me host this stuff, man. It's awesome. I can't wait for tomorrow. We got some good stuff going in. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about your Giants. but We're going to talk about some covers, some overs, some unders, some week four action, who to look for in fantasy, and all kinds of shit. I'm trying to get it all in in a, in a good two-hour span. So, um, again, check me out tomorrow night on this show again. Man, Shakes, Black, D, J-Rock everybody, LRP, the whole crew, thank you guys so much, and I can't wait.
0: Oh, man. It's you know what I'm waiting for?
5: Y'all, y'all may laugh. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, shake I apologize. No, no good. I'm good. Ahead. good, good. No, I just, I just want to cause cause I, I want to say this as a testimony to our newest host, Mr. Nacho, in the box with cheese. You know what? I'm talking to you, shake you know what I can't wait for? Because right now it's fresh. So you see how he, he's all in Jeremy Lynn. You see how he's all excited, and I love it. We all like that. I can't wait for them Packers losses to pile up at some point in one day, right? And he don't want to do a show.
2: I cannot wait for that day to come.
5: When he call us and he's like, yo, I ain't doing shit tonight. <laughs>
0: Can't let Nacho Tuesday, <laughs> Nacho
5: so today. Absolutely, ain't gonna be Nacho Tuesday today, It ain't gonna be Nacho Average Show tonight, yo. Nacho so day,
0: Nacho today, <laughs> no I I today.
5: Wait for that? yo, yo Nacho. Trust me, bro. Sometimes the vocal cords is just choked and strained because the heart is so serious. And shakes, shakes will skip on Monday, bro. <laughs> he so
0: it's a brand, bro. i'm not i'm not I'm not equipped to do a show bro or, at, in this too, bro I'm not equipped, bro, Like I'm, my mind is not there, Like I can't do it like, mm-hmm.
4: that's
0: why when when your boy came on, I didn't even say nothing to him, man, I can't even talk to a philadelphia e u fan right now, bro <laughs> I would end up asking for his address.
4: <laughs> and it will be on, bro
0: I'm like, bro I'm I'm not in the right mind state, bro Like, I'm not in the right mind state To deal with shit like that right now
2: mm-hmm. Especially because they about to let Dallas Take a stranglehold of this division right now, too Oh, my that God Dallas,
0: man, They look good, man They look good I'm not a hater They look good,
2: man I mean, shit They do They look like the Dallas of last year Ain't Mike McCarthy the OC little...
5: over there? He the head coach Isn't over there. Mike McCarthy the OC over
2: there? No, they got uh, the old ex, uh, the ex uh, quarterback. Fuck, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Uh, Kellen Moore. Martin. Yeah.
2: Kellen Moore.
5: Okay.
6: Yeah, but McCarthy yeah, is the uh, head coach. He kept him. Oh, he kept him when he came this. over there
0: because he was idiot, on the bro. Garrett staff. He's an idiot. He makes he makes just as bad decisions as fucking. Um, Garrett and judging them bro, like he's an idiot too, man, right? The his stuff. He
2: does. He got he got a bad... And I'm not, I not mean, just look, saying
0: that because he's a cowboy coach right now. I'm I'm saying that just because that's my opinion of it.
2: He's not a great coach at all. I mean he
0: right. it, no, his it, it, players to be perform, honest, it's the it's, it's the Andy Reid so effect it
2: backwards. It's it's the Andy Reid effect backwards. He actually won the Super Bowl early so he got the pass. Now Andy Reid won a Super Bowl late, so now he gets a pass because, like, people seem to forget, like, he didn't know how to manage a clock for the better part of 15 fucking years. He spent five NFC championships and a Super Bowl fucking the clock off, and now you see it again. But because he got Patty Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Carl Holman and CEH, it's like, okay, we're going to give him a pass because he got all these weapons, and they're going to bail him out. But what happens when you have bad management you don't know what you're doing, you fuck up a little and then on the first drive you're miraculous, you know, the guy who's supposed to make everything happen. He throws a willy nilly pass for grabs, it's intercepted. You never see the football again on offense. And now you are one and two in last place in the AFC West. So it's like
0: there's well, a bunch Listen go ahead. McCarthy is the same way and yeah, I mean I know we about to go but listen, like just seen it just now before the half. They get Bro. the ball back with forty seconds left, right? They don't. They got two timeouts. Two. They don't call the fucking timeout. They let that shit go all the way down to the eleven, eleven o'clock. Sh- I mean, eleven um, seconds left. Why? When you get the ball back, and it's because you up twenty to seven, right? Like you put your fucking foot on their throats and you fucking finish them. totality You get the ball back with forty something seconds left. You're not taking those two timeouts with you. It it resets after the half. You get three again in the the second half. You're not taking those two timeouts with you. What are you saving them for? That's McCarthy. Stupidity, bro. Stupidity.
2: If you want to go against those big dogs and you want to be taken seriously, Sean McVay, B.A. down in Tampa Bay, uh, Matt LaFleur, they're not all uh, – maybe not Matt LaFleur, but they're not going – at the end of the half at least, two timeouts and not trying to get it down the field to at minimum go up another three more points. At minimum go up another three more points. Like what? 40 seconds, two timeouts, that's an eternity, especially for, for exactly. these teams that, that can move it. So, and especially if you've got a kicker like they do and, and, and Greg the leg, all you've got to do is get down to the 35, give him a shot. That's all you got to do is give him a shot And he's going to either miss wide or he's going to make it in He ain't going to give him a chance to return it So you do that that, That's been his MO for years And and, and thank God for my fandom That I had Aaron Rodgers Because last night he said it again At the beginning of that last drive Matt LaFleur suggested the first play And he even even said that went back to McCarthy He never told him what to do He did his own thing Now I'm not saying every quarterback's got to be like that And every quarterback should be like that But You either, one, got to put some damn faith in your QB to make those decisions, and two, my goodness, man, you have a guy. You got guys. CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, if you get him on a quick screen or something in the the open field, like Dak Prescott in the open field, you've got players that can do some shit, man. And you out here pussyfooting around trying to protect the lead, and lucky, lucky, lucky Philly's a trash-ass right. team, and they don't got nobody because they would have made you pay. Right. Look, what, look what San Francisco did exactly. when you pussyfoot around. They come back, and you don't get the ball back until you're it's 17-0, you kicking the ball. You don't get the ball exactly. back, and it's 17-14. Like, you can't pussyfoot around yeah. in this league. Exactly. Teams will make you pay. Luckily, for the Dallas Cowboys, the last two weeks, about. they've gotten mm-hmm. away with it.
0: They get paid millions of fucking dollars to make these decisions, and they fucking make these idiot-ass decisions. And I'm like, why? Why are you getting paid so much to to make these dumb-ass decisions,
5: bro? 1980s football shakes. You grew up watching what we're trying to do right now. You grew up watching this, and it was okay. You grew up a defensive lover, running the ball, and let our quarterback get you maybe twenty to twenty four, twenty one to twenty four points, and let the defense okay, sort of sure.
0: out. But now look, well, you gotta, you gotta, because you gotta choose, you time. gotta pick one. Hold on, pause, bro, because go you gotta pick one, bro. You gotta pick one, bro, because you can't be motherfucking sitting there saying this nineteen eighty football, and I'm not saying it with you, but if that's the mantra that they want to go on, you can't be on no damn classic football shit, but sit there and motherfucking pass on first down every fucking drive,
4: exactly. bro. Exactly.
0: Okay? Exactly. So you, you, you're trying to play 2021 football, but say I'm we playing 1980 football. You got to choose one, bro. Which one are you doing? I think,
2: I think to be honest, he's trying. He, he, uh, to be honest, I think he thinks it is 1980, and nobody knows what the shotgun fucking is. I think that's what he really thinks. Uh, I mean, not uh, to denigrate his intelligence. It's absolutely that. It's absolutely what, that, bro. That, there's no other excuse for it. You can't, like, you can't sit here and go. And,
0: and it's
2: blasphemy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry make, to cut you off. Go ahead, do dude.
0: It's blasphemy to sit there and play 1980 football or 1990 football or even now and sit there and pass on first down every damn drive but then rely on your defense. That's not what, like, this is what, okay, if you're going to be that team that is passing on first down and that's what you do, you better be an offensive juggernaut like the Chiefs, you know what I'm saying, like the Bucks and all that. You got to be an offensive juggernaut to do something like that and your defense has to be secondary. You can't sit there and say our defense is primary and we want to pass on first down every single time. No, if our defense is primary, then we need to be running the goddamn ball so we can control the damn clock and keep that damn defense fresh. How about that? I mean, that's just common sense. I, I, to me, that, that is.
2: And I, I, it, it is common sense. And I think the issue is, is that if you want to pass it on first down, which the analytics say that you can pass it on first down and have results, but you've got to treat the passing game as an extension of your running game. You have to have those, uh, those, quick, those quick, quick fire shots two three yards less than two seconds off the ball and those things got to be an extension of your running game where the pass rush has no chance to even get off the ball and get at you there's nothing going on and if you're not doing that and you're treating it as if it's second or third down already and it's second or third and long when it's really first and 10 and you line up in a shotgun and you go to pass for a 10 to 15 yard pass and then you miss it you ain't complete or worse you get sacked and you're starting at second and 10 and plus there's just nothing for your offense and then then you want to run it because you're you're behind and you don't want to get your quarterback killed again and then now it's third and you know nine or eight because Taequann can only do what he can do when the defense knows okay they're going to run it because now they're in the run formation it's just you're doing so much to let the other team know what you're doing without ever correcting it and then making it better and then like you said you can't sit here and, 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 and have the philosophy of 1980s or 1990s or old school quote unquote football and then you don't even use the passing game as a if run game. You use the passing game as if nobody's ever seen it before. Because, again, like I said, if you're doing that, like those type of things on first and goal from the eight at the very beginning of the game, you those things were happening in the early 90s and things when it was unknown, unheard of for teams to be in shotgun inside the 10. That's just what wouldn't happen. You're in the run formation, you're going to pound the rock. And then, boom, you spread them out. What the fuck's going on? I don't know. That's cool 15, 20 years ago. Now everyone knows what the fuck's going on. We'll just line up in a better defense. You can't do shit. We'll sack you. You're out of field goal range. Or you're out of touchdown range. You've got to make a long pass, and it's not field goal time. So every single, single time I watch this team this year, I can no longer say that the players on the field coupled with the coaching because the coaching is no longer putting them in any type of position to ever win anything, whether it be a one-on-one battle or the actual game. So those guys got to go for y'all, and it's just annoying. And then and bring it full circle back to tonight, Monday Night Football, Greg the Leg, Mike McCarthy two weeks ago, they have the ball in 40-something seconds, and they let the clock run all the way down with, I think, one or two timeouts. Greg Zerline misses that long ass kick that you forced him to make because you wanted to get no more yards because you're a goddamn pussy, Mike McCarthy. Then you know you're you, you know then we get to talk all the shit we can. But Greg the leg bails him out and nobody talks about how big of a pussy Mike McCarthy is. But it is what it is, Mike. You know Mike is Mike. Aaron Rodgers got him that Super Bowl and uh, he'll live in infamy as a Super Bowl champion, uh, probably one of the most undeserving head coaches to ever win one. Um, Black, are you still here? E, I know you're still here. Shakes, you're still here. Got about eight minutes. Y'all say what y'all got to do. I said my piece, man. I can't wait to be going this thing. And and, and again, I love I, I love this talk. And we just spent three hours talking about a team that's losing. If it was my team, I think I could spend nine hours. So. I will be waiting for those times to rip my team new ones and new ones and new ones if that time ever occurs. Um, doesn't look like it is anytime soon. But, uh, man, thank you guys so much. And, uh, like I said, it got about, looks like, I can't read that right. I want to say it's eight minutes. It could yeah. be four. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's looking
0: like four, yeah. It's looking like four. But, um, man, listen, man, um, great episode. Thank you for filling in. On um, Montana Mondays, um, I appreciate it. Everybody knows I don't, especially losses like that. Um, I I can't, I can't even fathom to do a show. So to have you to um, to rely on it and say, hey, can you do it? And you like, man, yeah, man, I'm I'm ready to go. And that, that was a blessing. So man, listen, you say thank you, and we saying thank you back to you for joining the squad and filling in um much-needed uh, spot that we uh, need you to fill in. Um, looking forward to tomorrow, uh, not show It's Tuesday. Um, definitely I'm going to let you all know what happened in fantasy. And that's what I do on Tuesday. So I'll be here. Um, I'll be here tomorrow. Um I need to let the people know what time you're going to throw the show up. Whether it's 6, 7, oh. I mean, it's on you. Even if you throw it up at 5, just let the people know when you're throwing them up, man. We will keep but it regularly always. scheduled
2: at where you have it now. So
0: I think it at, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. All
2: right. Between Yo, so seven, also let me p.m. know Eastern.
5: so I could definitely um promote, brothers. Y'all know how I get down with that. That's been helping us draw in a lot of good numbers and a lot of different callers and a lot of different people. So a promotion is definitely a part of what we need to do. Please let me know at least a half hour in advance to an hour, and I will make it happen.
2: All righty.
0: So y'all join us for Nacho. It's Tuesdays tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Y'all know what it is. Um, That's it, man. I ain't saying go big be blue because uh, right now we. I'm just. I'm sick of this team, right? That's it.
5: So, so. i to give shout out to Gayson Jarrett, Fag Trick, Graham, and right now, Judge No Judgment is Right. You guys are the three headed monster in the. Kaiju world, we call you King Ghidorah. We all know he got his ass whipped and killed by Godzilla. And um, it doesn't matter. You are suspect. All three of you spell sus, S-U-S, which is the acronym for suspect. We're not fucking with y'all. We're not feeling the situation. You cannot trick us. With the system, we not with it. Y'all suckers, all three of y'all right now, the sucker crew. And the streets have left a lot of bodies because of y'all. There's a lot of bodies on the street. Blake Martinez out here making tackles he can't make, getting jukeboxed out of his slippers, thrown on his neck, tearing his ACL. Sterling Shepard, I don't know what happened. He was having a good game, pulled up, lame. Kenny Galladay trying to stretch his life right so he could be in on one-third of the plays at least. Can't get him on the field. Then Darius Slayton hurt himself hobbling off the field. It's called not running the routes that caters to your wide receiver. You got them stopping short, getting hit, not going down to the ground, trying to make us happy as fans, and trying to prove something to us when all you got to do is do the Victor Cruz. We all know he it in the end zone, but he also went down to the ground when he caught a pass. He was not trying to get hit. Go down to the floor, live to play another down, and don't stretch your knees out, your legs out, your lower extremities, and hurt yourself. Darius Slayton, I know that's what happened to you on that third and five when you caught that pass over the middle and you got gang-tackled and you didn't want to go to the ground trying to show you got some fight in you when this is unnecessary. I know you tried to help yourself out and help us feel good about what was up, man. We get it. Last week you made a mistake and you wanted to show the fans, especially on that high emotional day, that you was all right. But these are the things that got you hurt. Shout-out to Collins Johnson and CJ Boyd for stepping in and showing up. Y'all just weren't in the game. Y'all actually were successful helping us move the chains, putting yourself in position on third and whatever, second and long. Galladay for fighting through it, getting what you need to get. I get it. Saquon, you did as best as you can with what you had. Last but not least, I'm very hurt over what we call discipline in this game. We had no discipline again, again yesterday, taking points off the board, long runs off the board, drives off the board, pushing ourselves back in the red zone. We are murderers, Cheddar Bob in the red zone. We are Cheddar Bob in the red zone. No more complaints. Waiting for Not Your Average show tomorrow. Either chosen one from the Bronx. I know what time it is. Tune in tomorrow, 6 p.m. I might have something else to say.